are squawking dead. And how are you guys doing tonight? I know this episode is full of action, adventure, letdowns, but we're here for you. We're taking over for Talking Dead for the last time in what appears to be a long time. I'm your host, David Cameo, and I'm joined by Cosmomon09, Rachel Burt. Hello. Did you like that one? That was good. That was good. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm nailing it. Um, I felt the excitement. Yes, yes. And and we're ready to rock. So we have a lot of house cleaning to do before we get into the episode. Um, Number one, I mean, we're going to have to do this until this happens. Uh, New York Comic Con, we have a panel Thursday night, 6.30, room 1A24. It's a TWD panel with special guests Jeremy Palco, James Chen, Elise Dufour, and last but definitely not least, Oscar Rodriguez, a.k.a. Oscar's Red Hat. You're going to be joined by me, Meg the Geek, and BMMY Cruz. So why don't you join us? Second thing is we have a table at Walker Stalker Atlanta. Can't be better than that. And we have press passes. So we'll be interviewing people throughout Walker Stalker. We're working on finalizing and, and getting all those people in order and figuring out who we, we have the rights to actually uh, question, to interrogate <laughs> for like 10 minutes. Uh, so we got to make it count. We got to get in their face. <laughs> so, And so I hope to see most, of you, most if not all of you there. Uh, I, I'll be manning the table for as long as humanly possible. No bathroom breaks, no holds barred. Uh, basically, I am basically chaining myself to the table so I can meet every single one of you if possible. You will be, our table will be like a safe harbor from the rigors of Walker Stalker Atlanta and uh, hope to see you there. So there's some, there's been like a change in development to the Haunt for Dead October that's in Nitro, West Virginia. I think they may have to change locations because of some budget cutbacks or something like that. So oh. if I have anything new from you for you guys, Guys, I'll, I'll I'll keep you updated. So that that's actually taking place. We're supposed to be taking place the week the weekend after Walker Stalker Atlanta again, Nitro West Virginia. Um, I don't know what we're going to be doing there if at all. Um, so but we'll figure it out and we'll get back to you. You know what it is, and I keep forgetting it for some reason. <laughs> you know what the it merch is. store. Not the merch <laughs> store. Although uh, I'm as Rachel has seen, I'm <laughs> some of my mistakes. Uh, we're working on a T-shirt for Walker Soccer Atlanta. Now, this is to be worn, hopefully, maybe then, maybe beforehand, maybe afterwards, maybe in life. Uh, it's supposed to be worn during the Scream After Party hosted by DJ Matthew Lillard. I can't say that, that last name correctly. <laughs> it's, it's based on the theme of Scream. And uh, awesome. we will definitely be unveiling it this week so that you can order in time for, uh, for Walker Soccer Atlanta. So um, I will keep you posted on that. I will be posting the image, uh, the image of it once it's ready. It's really really close. Uh, so uh, if you want to head to the merch store now, we have all our season-based designs there. Now head to squawkingdead.com, main, uh, click the main menu and just click merch. You're there. Uh, it's the easiest way I can tell you to do it. And uh, we are getting the banners ready for season 10. We're getting the episode graphics ready for season 10. Uh, thank you, Freakish Order, for the banner and actually with a little bit of the assist with the uh, episode graphics uh, in spite of myself. Uh, she's just <laughs> so, she's too much. And I I confided in her that I'm feeling very stressed out and overwhelmed. And she's like, she's just, she's very giving. And there's like, there's like this part of me, there's this one part of me that's like, I I do it myself. And then there's another (laughs) part of it is like, but do you have to, do you have to, you have such good people around you. (laughs) So that's what I always feel like I have to do everything myself. Oh yeah. Let me just take it on. Yeah. It's, it's just one of those things where, and it's not like I have a control thing. It's just that I know that when it comes to anything personal in in my life, it's always been a battle of 
the stakes are always a little higher. When it's a work thing, it's like, okay, you know, I mean, if somebody lets me down, it's fine. It's just what you have to do. Mm-hmm. But when it's like a when it's like a personal thing, it's like I've been in mm-hmm. many bands where um, it, it just people, it's like getting people for practices and, and just making sure we're ready for the gig and writing new songs. Writing new songs has always been a pain in the ass on my end. I, I really, I mean, but when you're the singer, it's, it's just doubly hard. You know, you're thinking of melodies, you're thinking of lyrics to write, and the rest of the band doesn't really care what the lyrics are. No. <laughs> they just care that it kind of yeah. goes with the theme of the song. No, they don't think they even care about that, but but it's it's just one of those things. It's just one of those things that's really, it's like the quintessential hardest thing to do in a group is is working in a band, in my opinion. And I think a lot of people would probably agree with yeah. that, especially I've as you get that. older. Yeah. My dad was in bands all growing up. The, my high school boyfriend was in a band. I've yeah, definitely been around bands my pretty much my whole life. Yeah, yeah. yeah I've definitely you've seen, seen it. what you're talking about. Yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So I, I have to turn it over to you. Uh, your impressions of this episode, Rachel Burke. I don't know. As always, I have I have a lot of feelings depending on where we're at in the episode. But overall feeling, I don't know. At, at the end, I didn't really feel like this was a second to last episode. I mean, it just was kind of like, whoa, you know, big shocker. Yeah, but, not, a, not exactly a pike scene. No, no, <laughs> but, no. But, which is also a, penult- a penultimate episode. Yeah. True, true. Yeah, I guess if we're comparing it to that. Yeah. I mean, not quite as like shock factor, but right. But yeah, it's got that kind of that same feeling like, holy crap, how are we going to wrap this up in one episode? <laughs> yeah, and yeah. that's—I think—that's the impression that most people have. I, see, here's the thing, I, and I, I kind of brought this up before, uh, just before we went on the show, on the episode. Is like the biggest complaint that everybody's had about this season is that everything seems to always work out, and, yeah. and this group is untouchable, <laughs> which is which is really cool because it looks like they're trying to shake us out of that right now mm-hmm. oh, um, in a big way. <laughs> yeah, and it's not like they knew that people would have this reaction, but I no. think I think this is all intentional. This is all this buildup is to get us this moment mm-hmm. and it, it really this the stakes are really really high on how they execute this um season finale because yeah based on audience feedback I, the only way i and maybe this is my limited scope because they they know the what's going to happen next but we don't but i mean the only way i can see this kind of shaken out is you know we're going to lose some people and as even blazy says like even as much as she likes john and june she feels like john is going to die Oh, Blaze, you know I was I mean? thinking the same thing this episode. I really was. And and it came down to like, I, I feel like we're going to lose one of them just because that's what they do to us, right? There's people in love. They're giving us hope. So we need to squash that somehow. And so I started thinking, who who is it going to be? Are they going to, is it going to be June? Is it going to be John? And I think for the viewers and for the group, um, John's death would have the biggest impact. I mean, he was just such this hopeful person and this, you know, ray of light that everybody kind of looked to. And he had such a positive attitude about everything. Thing, you know that it would be devastating to lose that and yeah. so of course and so they would do that to us <laughs> well yeah and, and tom is actually saying grace is gonna die you know grace oh i think that i i feel like that's almost too obvious like right right at this point if she does go it's like okay yeah you know we saw that it's sad but you know we saw it coming i still think there's gonna be a, a shock factor of death maybe even a, a few oh my god and now i'm thinking like <laughs> and i'm thinking like alicia i think i hope not fans would be very very upset with that I'm like no matter who you are on that spectrum too but by the way, yeah, like, yeah, the bring back thinking- the real fear people. <laughs> <laughs> but then also, yeah. like, I think uh, every one of us would kind of be like, I don't know if I can handle this. You know, oh, I'd be devastated if it were Alicia. I really would. I, she's I feel like she's she's for me, the lone survivor. <laughs> yes. I mean, besides like Morgan, I feel like he just gets a pass. Like no matter what is said about everybody else, Morgan just survives always. <laughs> yeah. In spite of himself. It's kind of like <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah. there are a few constants in this universe. One, Morgan, Morgan doesn't die. Yeah. Daniel doesn't die. No. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, wait, th these things are like rock solid true. Yeah. Um, anyways, I, so. I really enjoyed um, uh, Jenny's PSA. video. <laughs> Did you see that? It was so oh, my gosh, it was so ridiculous. Like, I'm going to save everybody. Like, it was, yeah, she made that video all about herself. And oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh. And like just painting so yourself in such a light too. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. Yeah. This is how the, I'll save everybody. No, no, you won't. You'll kill everybody. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, and that's the thing. Like that's, that's the really interesting thing. Like This episode really does amount to what I put in the description. It's kind of like a soul face choice. You know what I mean? Like, you know, oh, you, yeah. you either tough it out and then have massive losses or you don't tough it out and you have to deal with the cons the Negan-esque consequences of joining this yeah. thing just to survive. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that tanker they lost was full of gas, right? Was it just gas or were there supplies in there too? Oh, in the tanker? Yeah. It was just the gas that they lost that fell when the oh, bridge that was hit, just right? the gas tanker. Yeah. Just the gas. Okay. But All there right. were other things too. The only things that got across the M were the MRAP and another vehicle of some kind. Just one of it looked like a like maybe one it was semi. a semi. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that was it. Everything else is on the other side. Ugh. So yeah. So now they got to call Maggie up and be like, Maggie, send some people to build us a bridge. <laughs> so we need to talk about that because a lot of people, a lot, a lot of people were talking about the possibility of Maggie crossing over and helping these people or like somehow crossing hmm. over right now. And yeah, right. I yeah. I don't think time timeline wise, it would be possible. Right it, does, now. it doesn't work at all because, uh, no. because Maggie leaves during the time jump, which we haven't even gotten close to yet. Or maybe we're pretty close now. I think we're still a few years away from the time jump i don't think we're a few well it could be a few years but it could be any time after rick disappears you know so that which is only a couple maybe a couple months from now yeah yeah mm. now see now i'm gonna be thinking too hard you timeline me and timelines man i will i stress about that stuff all day <laughs> yeah there, there's some things yeah it's it's almost not even worth like investigating by no. the way the, like the time all the timey wimey <laughs> stuff is it's just especially if you're trying to be technical it just doesn't make yeah. sense to do you know what i mean I, I think they do as good of a job as they can honestly like it's there's discrepancies here and there but i think it's as accurate as they could possibly make it for a tv show so yeah they, they do what they can and they do it well yeah yeah exactly exactly and and that's mm -hmm. not the yeah the whole we, we mentioned this before i was like this it's not the point to be accurate. The point is to no. really just just get it in the ballpark. You know what right, I mean? Right. You know, I this, appreciate that they do, you know? Yeah, the story will do the rest. I mean, I think that's what they're kind of aiming for, too. Like, the whole reason why Gimple is part of, like, content management is just to really align these things so that they run parallel at some point maybe or at least get the references to each other's shows in and mm -hmm. around the same time mm -hmm. which is why maggie won't show up like bringing it back to the original premise right, right. not so, right now yeah <laughs> and robbie says fear needs mattis i mean maggie <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> by the way, good correction good yeah correction hi robbie there. by the way just 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 saying hi because uh you know we've been we've been, i've been chatting with robbie for the last uh couple weeks now i think now right yeah, yeah. and uh it's a good kid Good, good, very, 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 uh, very pro Carol, by the way. So you'll get along with him all very right. well. Yeah, yeah, all right. I like him already. <laughs> like, he's definitely more pro Carol than you are. <laughs> what? I'm not yeah. sure that's possible. <laughs> well, well, you're going to have to prove him wrong. <laughs> mm, I don't know. He sent me a very cool video. Um, what, you know, one of those uh, video, the longer video edits that you'll get on YouTube, like with just these cool, like Daryl and Carol moments. And, oh, sure. Uh, yeah. And, and it's effing beautiful. <laughs> Still not convinced. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I will have to check it out. <laughs> but uh, but it's not. Yeah, the point is not to laugh at it. The point is really just because it's just funny. Like, I, I'll, I'll, I'll always be on the this is the thing. I'm always on the fence about it. You know, it's like there is for 
for me. There's absolutely just no uh, no real tangible evidence. I mean, there's like eh, a little flirting here and then <laughs> there with Carol, but th- that's Carol's personality too. Yeah. Like even in the preview, it's kind of it's just funny as hell. And like Daryl's, you know, because she knows Daryl doesn't like to get all mushy. Yeah. You know? So I mean, it's kind of like how I'll, I'll make I won't make fun of people who are Carol or I won't do that. But I'll be no, like, no, nah, no. I you know you know my stance on it. I I think they have an unshakable relationship, whether it's romantic or platonic or whatever they want to kind of label they want to throw on it. it. It doesn't even matter. It doesn't. Those two are connected yeah, and always, always will be. Kindred spirits. Yeah. Like that. Absolutely. Like that. And, and see, yep. that's them hugging right there. Like, little, <laughs> it is. Little, little head on the shoulder <laughs> there. Like, right. Yeah. So uh, speaking of records, Tom actually brought up something that I wasn't really actually prepared to talk about, Ooh. but I think it's important because, and I was going to look into it a little bit more before I even did. Um, so do you remember the last episode with the vinyl records, right? Yeah. That, that uh, Daniel wanted to bring over for Charlie. Mm-hmm. So the uh, picture's been making the rounds. And actually, I'm not even sure if Robbie was the original person who cut it up and sent it. But then like mm-hmm. comicbook.com picked it up and wrote something about it. Um, one of the pictures was of a dude on the cover um, with kind of a similar facial hair pattern to Beta. Oh, really? Yes. So. So what people are postulating is that like, okay, Beta, instead of being a basketball Mm. player, maybe he was a jazz musician or blues musician. Yeah. (laughs) Wouldn't that be hilarious? (laughs) Right, right. Can you imagine like that raspy voice? <laughs> I was a jazz singer. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like, okay. No, that actually, that, yeah, no, that, yeah, that tracks. <laughs> then again, yeah, Tom Waits. So, well, yeah, Tom Waits. Mm, Tom Waits, I sing like this <laughs> now because of all the cigarette smoking. <laughs> So that's beta right there. Um, Yeah, exactly. I'm not not 100% convinced because um, it's hard. It's hard because like as much as you want to, I kind of wanted to see if I could find a comparable actual real album. But then, yeah, as we all know, yeah, even like Georgie's. So this was I'm bringing up Georgie on purpose. Like when they were finding (laughs) albums for Georgie, those Mm -hmm. albums, because we got a little sneak peek of what the what the album covers looked like at the time, like TWD or TWD on AMC, like threw up the um, the vinyl cover that they brought for Georgie and they're all completely made up. No, Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So... Huh. So there's a little like push and pull with whether or not this could be beta. But yeah. I kind of wanted to see because Daniel mentions real artists, you know, real artists that is, exist in the world. Right. So it, it's just a free for all. I mean, I'm thinking to myself, <laughs> it makes sense what everybody's saying. But on the other hand, mm-hmm. there's that shadow of a doubt like of I mean, it, there's a it's not on it's not unheard of that there's an actual real musician that looks like that. And it's not unheard of that they could make up a musician for an album cover that Daniel wants to bring over mm-hmm. but it's like there's like this part of me that thinks oh it's like a no- <laughs> it's a, like a nothing burger I don't think it was meant yeah. to really be anything it could be a totally made up album cover and they put you know picked whoever to be on it not even thinking of the similarities and now the fans because we're all super fans like hyper super fans we're like oh my god it looks like but like that would be totally if I had noticed that yeah that would be me I would be one of those people right but right they might have no idea of the similarities <laughs> Right. It might just be completely made up. Kind of yeah. like kind of like this whole Carol craze. It's going to go right now. What Carol craze? Like they're seeing something that's just not there. What? Wait, who? Oh, oh, the Carol. Yeah, the Carolers. Yeah. <laughs> it always throws me off because Thank Carol you. is Carol and Carol Daryl is always I know. Carol. It's all in ha- it's all- <laughs> <laughs> Robbie's getting upset. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. 
I, I mean, okay, okay. Here's here's. <laughs> oh, we don't have to get into the this. Biggest, well, no, no, no. This is my biggest reason why mm-hmm. I don't ever want Carol and Daryl to have a romantic relationship because I feel like that opens the door for killing one of them, and I don't ever want that to be the case. Right, right. That's what happens in relationships. So if as long as they are never romantically involved, in my mind, they're safe from death. <laughs> Right. So that's that's really my only justification. That's like the that's like the Glenn paradox, right? Like yeah. as soon as, as, soon as Glenn kills, he's on the chopping block. You See? know, moral compass turns into murder. <laughs> that's it. Exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a sound like that's why when Carol, uh, our Carol, said OG uh-huh. Squawk and D Carol G. Let's make that clear. <laughs> which is why I have to say that because mm, um, <laughs> she had this theory, and it really, really changed my mind that like Daryl is not that Daryl's asexual, but like the sh- and I kind of took a little bit further and I said but yeah I mean asexual sexuality aside I was thinking oh it totally makes sense that they wouldn't pair up Daryl because because of two reasons one and I like this reason more trolling the audience because they're so stuck on Daryl and Carol that it's just kind of like they're missing the whole idea of him never being with anybody Mm -hmm. and and like so I like the writing idea of trolling the audience right (laughs) sure (laughs) Um, but then there's a whole other idea and it's kind of a grander idea which is you know Daryl, I think, is supposed to personify this kind of like he's a, he's ostensibly a child. I mean, I think he's I, I look, would you agree that perhaps mm-hmm. Daryl is actually a virgin? Yeah, actually, I was going to bring that up. I had, yeah, we had talked about that on a past show and I had heard that theory before too. It, it would make sense. I honestly, I could see that. Yeah, <laughs> I could. It would make sense if we found that out. Somehow. Right, right. So let's take that a little further. Like ostensibly, like, like Daryl is kind of just learning, relearning how to be an adult. Like he knows how to survive. Obviously he knows mm-hmm. how to, I mean, he even knows what it means to take care of somebody to, to, and from his brother, technically I'm talking about like Merle, like mm-hmm. as much as Merle was an asshole. Merle took care of Daryl. Yeah. You know, to the point where, like, okay, he enabled him to do as much as possible. He would rag on him to, to try further. He'd shit on him when he got something wrong. But then he yeah. learned from it, right? Mm-hmm. But all of that aside, like, he is a, a human that is still in, like, I mean, maybe he's gotten to a point where it's, you know, it's equalized, but he's still a human in progress. Yeah. You know what I mean? Especially yeah. when it comes to love. So taking that sure. into account, maybe he's finally caught up with everybody mentally, like, in terms of wanting to be with someone. But I think, like, I think it's it's just one of those things like exactly like you said and I said this to Robbie earlier I said like there is there is something about like him not having someone him having someone would be a signal that the show or at least the TWD series would it would start to come to an end I agree because he's been all about keeping everybody else safe mm-hmm. you know and 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 you know keeping him most people at arm's length too mm-hmm. you know so it would signal two things that one he's he's ready to move in with the family uh, and two he's ready to find you know to accept like the love of somebody else Mm -hmm. you know as an adult a finally an adult yeah well it's not like he's ever really had i mean we can assume what his life was like growing up i mean based on how him and merle were as adults right i mean yeah doesn't exactly seem like he's been given and shown a lot of love growing up so he probably has no idea how to do that right and for as long as we've seen this character he's almost always been in a position where he's given orders as much as he would deny it he he does take orders from people um, I don't think he, I mean, he's capable of making good decisions, but I feel like he kind of needs, I mean, he's not a soldier, but he almost needs somebody kind of telling him what to do. And now that, and without Rick there, I mean, nobody's really telling him what to do when he ran away to the woods <laughs> for yeah. six years. 
yeah, he's trying to find himself. I mean, yeah, yeah. I do want to take it back to the episode though, because yeah, yeah. I mean, I think, we, I think we beat that dead horse. We could go all night. On, we could go all night on this. It's like a horse walker now. Um, I, I was actually thinking earlier when we were talking how much um, Alicia has been reminding me of Carol this season too. Oh, how she's kind of she, you know, she went crazy, was like the killer, right? Killed everything and cleared everything, and now she's stepping back and painting Morgan trees. Morgan cleared everything. And, yeah, right. Yeah, you know, she's kind of stepping back and and painting trees and taking a softer approach to things and that was kind of how carol got when she started making that list of all the people she had killed and was like reminding herself of everything she had done and feeling guilty about it and i don't think alicia necessarily feels guilty but i think she recognizes that she needed to stay, take a step back and kind of remember who she was as a person not just a killer right clearer. <laughs> right right that like which is like a, i think we brought this up a little bit but like the idea of her because we didn't know if she really was she was an artist, but like mm -hmm. we knew that Matt Sale was. So maybe, you know, her boyfriend in the pilot. Mm -hmm. So who was now on Cameo.com. So right? the, the giveaway. <laughs> Did I even say the giveaway? We got two no, weeks we left. No, we didn't bring up the giveaway. Because we were about to. And then I got <laughs> sidetracked for some reason. Oh, because of the audio thing. Oh, yeah. Anyway, Matt Sale is actually the, whatever. Um, his name is uh, Maestro Harrell. He's on Cameo.com. We added like Xander Berkeley, Maestro Harrell. Um, and what was the last one? Thora Birch. Thora Birch. Gamma yeah. in the new yeah. season of uh, The Walking Dead. So we are up to 30 people you can you, you, you <laughs> can get a shout out from on Cameo.com if you'd only enter. So why haven't right. you? Why so haven't you entered yet? Yeah, squawkingdead.com. And uh, yeah, just, just start entering email address and name as you start entering so that it'll track your entries and you'll be good to go. Um, mm -hmm. But other than that, uh, yeah, so the art roots, the, um, yeah, it, it's just the, I said this earlier to somebody else who was complaining about Alicia's, who's complaining about sexism i don't want to talk about that because i didn't really <laughs> i didn't really get into that i said it's 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 really subjective you could call it i mean you could call it sexism but i think there's something kind of also it's like disingenuous about saying that because my prime Just example she's painting yeah, because it's like, oh, she's taking a back seat. Alicia's Alicia's in the back of the bus on this one. Uh, I think Alicia set herself back there. Yeah, There's, well, that's what that's, I'm saying. That's, yeah, and so and I, uh, th I'll get to that. But like, my <laughs> counter was June. Like, you took a runner, mm. a person who ran away from, didn't tell people her name, and you made right. her, you rebuilt her up into this like this strong person, jumping over car hoods and killing right. walkers. You know, even has pretty good aim with John Dory. Like when it comes to shooting things, mm -hmm. I mean. And then you take it back to Alicia. Alicia saw what she was becoming. It, it this like kind of two-dimensional killing machine. And I can't believe people don't really see this. She's just bent on clearing and keeping everybody safe. And who does that remind you of? Morgan. A little, yeah, definitely Morgan. Crazy. But if you look at her outfit from even the pot uh, from the not the pilot, the um season premiere of this season. She looks a lot like Madison with her oh, jacket. Oh yeah, with, with her the jacket. heavy leather. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because Madison had that jacket almost throughout the entire her entire yeah. run, except for like yeah. the last season. At certain points, you could tell she was softening, so they put yeah. her into different clothes, which is interesting. Like how that kind of comes about. But going back to the point, <laughs> like you need like this unidimensional killing machine. I'm determined to keep everybody safe, and that wasn't good for her. And right. she decided to tear herself down and build herself back up again. And then when they see her painting the trees in this episode, I wanted to bring this up a little yeah. earlier, but it was kind of like. 
Like, like, you know, what do you expect? You know, do you expect her to reach her full potential right away? She only decided right. this a couple episodes back. Right. You know, let her figure it out. Yeah. yeah let her figure herself out. Give her room to breathe yeah. and, and figure that out because, you know, mm-hmm. it's the same with Morgan's art. Morgan's arc was very long and very <laughs> yeah. painful to watch. I think another thing Alicia finally realizes that she was able to trust the people around her. Um, I think for a long time, she saw herself as the only person who could do this. She had to do this because nobody else could. And right. I think she finally was able to look around and say, you know, I'm actually surrounded by capable people. They can look after me for a minute. <laughs> I, I just felt the Holy Spirit come over me when you said that. Because <laughs> you're right. Yeah. You know, like she can trust those around her. They're all freaking badasses. Yeah. That's even, a good feeling. Even Luciana. Even Luciana. Even Luciana. <laughs> I see you people. She just gets hurt. Well, <laughs> it's it's been like what four episodes, and she hasn't gotten hurt. I'm very impressed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm kind of impressed with the way she's taking she's taking charge of Tank Town. You know, in a way. Yeah. Like she has like a purpose, which mm-hmm. is like a recurring theme. Like people finding their place. In, well, people refinding their place in the universe. Yeah. <laughs> you know what they were you know, trying to survive. That's not the game anymore. The mm-hmm. game is meaning and purpose. Yeah. You know what I mean. Um, yeah. But everybody has purpose and that's our group's message where Ginny's just if you don't have a purpose if you don't fit her purpose you then smash you're that yes <laughs> and Tom said it too Tom is like yeah. everybody has uh, everybody yeah. ha- everybody's important I forget what he said how he said it exactly yeah ev- yeah everybody yeah some, something like that everybody has purpose or everybody can do something yeah <laughs> everybody can I don't do remember something. the line <laughs> everybody can do something <laughs> yeah, see yeah. Daniel you know and then Daniel is there a barber shop there <laughs> yes everybody yes. needs a haircut too <laughs> That'd be me. <laughs> it's funny how. Where can I cut? <laughs> you know, it's, it's funny. He brings this up in the episode, I think, or no, he brought this up in that um, that ATX Festival interview. If you guys haven't watched that, we posted that, I think, um, either last week or sometime this week, we posted the ATX Festival. You can probably get, get a glimpse of it in the Instagram and then we reference it. But either way, he met somebody asked him this question. Do you think the barbershop was something that he did? Or And he's like, no, the barbershop originally was like a um, was kind of like an extension of what he was when he was in the army. He was an intelligence. And they, you know, there's this whole backstory to Salazar that comes with his character. And he mentions how because he was an intelligence, it would only make sense that he was a, he became a barber because, you know, his whole thing is asking questions and then getting allowing people to speak, you know, while, he, while they're getting their yep. hair. Exactly. While they're getting their haircut. Yep. But it's odd how that, a lot of listening behind the chair. <laughs> yeah. While, while that was his cover, like as an idea of him being a barber, like look how the tables turned. Like he was a soul. He was really a soldier who was trying to cover himself up and use the barber as a mask. Mm-hmm. Now he is a barber in a way, like he's a barber mm-hmm. that really puts on the soldier outfit every now and again, you know, yeah. or not, or not even. And I thought I find that really interesting that that reverses the same thing with June. June <laughs> yeah. was a runner, you know, who who you know put on the facade of a fighter, you know, which I guess this is how I thought of her when I saw her jump out of that van with the vultures. Oh yeah, yeah, that Mad Max, you know, <laughs> yeah. flat on the side, you know, and uh, and then like, yeah, but she was still running. She she only she, just, she took the one. I mean, if you want to look at parallels, she took the one option she had left after the diamond fell. Mm-hmm. And look at what the group is doing right now. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And, yeah. and June, June is a different person now. June is like this badass Carol-like character. I mean, I would sure. I'm put my balls on the table and say, yeah, that's the one. <laughs> and so I, I think, I mean, if you look at scenes of her in action scenes, she is amazing. Oh, I mean, yeah. Actually. Anyway, so let's moving along. Uh, I think I think we beat that one, too. <laughs> we beat one the down. It's a pace now. 
June is amazing. Yeah. Yeah, she is. She really is. Can't say it. Can't say it enough. Yeah. I, I, mean, uh, yeah. I had a lot of feelings at the end when uh, everybody was considering what to do and, and just watching Dwight's reaction to all of that. That that really that really got me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because he's, you know, he what did he say? You, you know, if you do this, there's no going back. You know, yeah. he knows. He would yeah. know better than anybody. If you yeah. ask the, the devil for help, you're... The devil's going to get his cut or yeah. his due. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and he, you know, when he pulled out... See, that's the thing. What, I, I was almost jarred when I saw him pull out the gun on Ginny. Here are two oh. diametrically different, like completely counterpositive characters. You've got Victor, who knows his her act, mm-hmm. who is who, who can sit back and go like this, <laughs> his hands behind his head. I have to describe it for the audio podcast. <laughs> um, and go, I know your shtick. I'm I'm comfortable. This is my this is my zone. I know what you're up to. <laughs> so hey, what do you propose after we go with you? He goes, you know, so everybody's gonna have their place, and then. <laughs> <laughs> but like he knows <laughs> the act it's just an act like you can't con a con man right? exactly yeah but then you have this diametrically opposed kind of person like you have Dwight and when Dwight hears the very thing that he kind of wants to hear the kind of thing that he kind of written off he reacts in such a way that he's like he, he can't see the forest for the trees when it comes to like, oh no because for all he, okay so she is right in that there's no way she could have known her name because it wasn't on the videos, right? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like, don't give me false hope, you know, or don't yeah. don't make me come to Negan. Don't 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 make me fall into this position again. Only Dwight knows this. Like the group, yeah. I don't think knows the extent to which he no. suffered under Negan. No, I don't think he's told anybody, not even Al's camera. Like he he'll just sort of hint to it, you know. Yeah, I've dealt with things like that, and I've had to do things, and you know, to that effect. But right. I don't think anybody really knows his his. Well, Morgan knows the most. Yeah. But. Yeah. Well, but still not everything. And even then, yeah, exactly. What does Morgan know, really? This is like one of the biggest questions I, I asked when um, when Morgan meets Dwight because I do I, I don't even know if he knows the kind of interactions he's. I don't think well, he's had much. Well, I was I started I started thinking about this after we were talking about it when <clears throat> when Dwight helps Daryl get back to Alexandria and it's right at the end of the episode and Daryl pulls everybody into the jail cell. Morgan's there, isn't he? When Dwight explains how he's going to help everyone, I believe. Morgan's there. Oh, because yeah, maybe in the yeah. in the jail cell. Well, there's like I don't know six or seven people all standing around right there, and Rick pulls his gun and puts it right in Dwight's face, and he says that you know I'm gonna tell you how to how to beat him. I think Morgan was there. So I think he at least knows that Dwight, you know, is gonna it was gonna help us. But other than that, I mean, he he probably has just the worst information about him. I think he was at Hilltop though, wasn't he? At oh, that time, we're talking about Morgan, right? Yeah, Morgan. Yeah, I think he was I, at Hilltop. I want to say that he might have been. I, I'd have to go back and rewatch the scene, but I thought I remembered him in the jail cell. Yeah, he raided the satellite station with Andy, who met his mm-hmm. demise, and some other dude, I think. And that's when he started going crazy because he got shot and somehow survived. I don't die. And, <laughs> right. And yeah. almost killed the saviors then and there until uh, somebody came in and told him to stop. I'm not sure about the timing on that, but but okay. yeah, I, I think. Yeah. See, that's why I think I, I don't know yeah. of how many interactions he's had. And maybe well, the legends have yeah. come out about his burnt face and how that happened. But, you know, you never know. Yeah, who knows? Because then who Morgan knows? immediately sequestered himself at, right after the war. Yeah. Well, I mean, regardless, Morgan knows some stuff about Dwight, but not everything. Right, right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Which is the entire point of this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so when they see him pull out his gun, it's kind of like, it's surprising to all. It's surprising to all except for Virginia, you know? I also noticed yeah, the fact... Yeah, she not too shaked. Yeah, yeah. She kind of yeah. is like, no, no, hold on, hold on. I know this is what <laughs> you want. <laughs> so... <laughs> 
Um, I also noticed like it's very interesting that the people that were affected by Ginny the most were, were people where they called her Virginia. It's like, mm-hmm. fuck you. I'm not calling you your, your dumbass nickname because you think yeah. you're cool and like <laughs> and so amiable and personable and friendly. My friends call me Ginny. I'm like, nah, no, thanks, Virginia. It's like your right. mom. <laughs> Virginia Madison Clark. What? Wait, what? What if Virginia is Madison? What if Virginia is Madison? <laughs> Boom, Jimmy Tom. Is Madison. Boom. <laughs> and Blazy. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, I loved how Tom showed up in uh, Virginia's video, too. That was Al's footage. So she took, she's splicing some of Al's oh, movie yeah. in there to, into her own video. So you can see how, like, Althea is really pissed about that. Well, yeah. Like, Althea's committed to the truth, period. She smashed the TV. <laughs> yeah. You, this is like the, in, so that's, that's what's very interesting about, like, that last episode near the end where they're sitting down on the couch and like, you know, while all this is going on, some guy assholes in the backs, like editing all that footage that they just took. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking to myself, like, Ginny's got like, Ginny knows Althea's journalistic, you know, integrity. You know, she knows exactly what's going to push her buttons. And so when she <laughs> slips that tape in, you know, mm. it's like she knew. So like she's sitting there the whole time and like about jams and, and apricot <laughs> jam and all that stuff. And like oh, and this whole time, it was just really kind of the some time to get this tape back in the bag. Oh, I forgot your bag. Here you go. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Jeez. So like, and now I'm wondering what the hook is with Morgan though, because I've just found it really odd that they fixed Morgan's stick. Like, what do they see in Morgan right now? Like, I mean, well, he doesn't die. <laughs> That's helpful. <laughs> I don't think he mentioned that in videos. But <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, yeah. He might have left that tidbit out. <laughs> yeah, what's well, a secret weapon? <laughs> um, yeah, but you yeah, also, I don't know. yeah, you also see the dude that actually repaired his stick because that was on the mm-hmm. video too. I think took the time to film the dude fixing his stick also because that was his stick the dude in the video the wreck and rink guy the old man who yeah. says a wreck and a rink and i'm like oh yeah <laughs> what the fuck is that like i think yeah. recreation center roller rink or like ice rink right oh okay okay so, yeah that makes yeah, so sense in another frame he's actually making the joint for morgan's stick again so like i'm thinking mm-hmm. to myself is this thing gonna actually hold up <laughs> i don't yeah, know because yeah, i mean althea's uh, tapes didn't hold up because they took advantage so who knows yeah Um, yeah yeah um yeah so we do know uh, all five keys to the kingdom apparently (laughs) the kingdom or a key to the future rather oh yeah um we got the paradise ridge condo obviously super lanes which we talked about last week the bowling alley now the third one's a logging camp okay so let's examine each each of these right paradise ridge seems like they're they've got not only um an inventory of canned goods and all that stuff but they have some sort of farming going on there right um, what resource would they have? Would they need a bowling alley for? I was like, like each one of these, you know, like a wreck and a rink. Like what? What could you do there? Because I mean, I'm looking at all this and I'm hmm. trying to figure like out for what... a living, like to live there, right? Not yeah. just and not the obvious entertainment, you know, right? To have fun, but I don't know. I mean, a bowling alley is just one big room. It's not like you could have a. You can't. Yeah, I don't know. And it's a pretty dark room at that. You know what I mean? Yeah, they could turn the black lights on. That'd be fun. I know. And I keep thinking of this, like, oh, it's. <laughs> Obviously, a place to grow weed. <laughs> it's the only thing I could think of, and I can't. I'm you stuck. don't grow weed with black lights. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm talking about like, like solar lights or something. I don't oh. know. Because what? There's no purpose to like having like this lane of just nothing. You know? No. Like, my mind just goes instantly to like weed or something. <laughs> 
I have, I have no idea. I mean, unless they're using what's in the bowling alley. I mean, they could pull up the planks from the lanes and use them as other things. That's a good point. And then there's the next one's the logging camp, right? So there's that. Yeah. That's an obvious one. So you, you need yeah. wood to make structures and stuff Anything, like that. Anything, yeah. Uh, and a wreck and a rink. Uh, again, we're back <laughs> at bowling alleys and a wreck and a rink. I'm sorry. Yeah. It just keeps playing in my head. <laughs> Um, but I so guess before we saw that guy fixing Morgan's mm-hmm. stick, mm-hmm. um, all the, all the things that people were saying, um, I, I think it was a while before anybody had actually said her name either for, I really thought they had taken all of that footage from Al and they were right. just going to make it look like these people were talking about Virginia. Right, but then they right. started saying her name and I'm like, okay, well, there goes and then the, <laughs> and then the person who said country club happened to pro- it, it looks like she was in the country or no, she couldn't have been yeah. in the country club or maybe she could have, I don't know. It looked pretty nice behind her i was thinking she was there yeah but and maybe this is just me picking at things which is (laughs) rare in terms of continuity like how would they have gotten all that footage in time to make this video overnight right like they don't have to go to the country club all the way over there that's assuming they were using al's camera right we don't know that they have their own even with their own but then they have to get the tape over to edit it and yeah it's it's a it's a rough it's a tough sell unless they and (laughs) don't think too hard about it (laughs) right right well I'll, i'll say this before before we move on, um, unless they had already thought of doing a tape like that, like a while ago, and they had this yeah. ready, yeah, because they had to put all of it together. You know, Jenny's I mean? comment to Al about, you know, oh, I'd never thought about doing a tape by blah blah blah. Like it could have been total sarcasm. Like, huh, we're already working on one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, seems. Yeah, sounds like Jenny. <laughs> you never thought of a documentary. <laughs> well, maybe I don't know. Yeah, documentary style. Well, huh? and so going off of all this. So wait, did we mention the country called Wreck a Wreck and a Rink? Um, <laughs> So all of that aside, okay, <laughs> it's a kind of a jumble right now. But the one thing I wanted to focus on was what she said at the end. Um, and she said, like, you know, our keys. If you see someone have one of these and one of mm-hmm. these, like she points to the hat and the key on the shirt that she has uh, or the jacket, um, you know, just say hi because we're here to help. And then like... <laughs> And then, like, each one of us holds a key to the future. So, boom. There's no way. Like, I'm too... You know how some people are convinced about things that have no evidence? Yeah. This isn't one <laughs> yes. of those. I mean, I, <laughs> you could not blame me for thinking that I was right about right last week. There's just no way. Oh, she right. actually said a key to the future. A key to the future. Yeah. Like, there's be, no... It's got to be a link. There's right. Before, be. before, it was like, there's the key. And then we're about the future. And then, like, today, they just put those two words together. This is like, yeah. a, like a Sesame Street episode. Future, (laughs) future, (laughs) a key to the future. (laughs) Sorry, yeah, pretty much, pretty much. No, you're not wrong, you're not pretty much Grover. Bye. <laughs> yeah i don't know so what do you what do you think though i mean do you think they're like in contact with georgie or do you think maybe georgie just was sort of breezing through and dropped off some information and then jenny's just sort of took it and ran with it and turned it into her own idea um more the latter yeah definitely but you have to keep in mind how georgie operates like georgie th- saw okay let's just go back to rick's group or well maggie's group technically mm-hmm. georgie saw maggie's operation she goes i want in and you want in and mm-hmm. I'm going to convince you that you want in. 
in and then she drops <laughs> it. Well, she doesn't at first drop the key to the future. She asks for vinyl records, just like Daniel. Um, and goes, I mean, just kidding. I mean, we've been watching you. Here you go. Here's a key to the future. This will give you everything <laughs> that you need to, to do to kind of prep yourselves for a better life. And so she says something innocuous. She goes, I'll be checking up on you in like after a while to see how you're doing. Mm -hmm. So I think she did the same thing with Virginia. And she basically said, hey, here's the key to the future. And Virginia's like, oh, yeah, oh, I'll make you proud. And then like, <laughs> and that includes killing people who are not non-essential, mm -hmm. uh, you know, or not doesn't don't have a purpose. Um, mm -hmm. And then she's, George is going to check back and like, I mean, that could be part of the last episode is that George, George checks back and goes, no, uh, yeah. no, he did it all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> supposed to get me records that's true so you did that thank you very much but uh the killing people yeah doesn't seem yeah, very like yeah. practical does it no, does it we're gonna, gonna have to have to talk about that yeah you have to get me more <laughs> records i don't know but it, like, even georgie herself almost doesn't feel like because i mean this is what what's been bothering me about georgie the idea of georgie the idea of the commonwealth or new world order or whatever mm -hmm. the more i look at georgie the more i see that she doesn't resemble much of what her character is based off of in the comic. Like there's elements of it that make that ring very true, but there's other elements that make me think I don't sense A's and B's from Georgie. I don't sense, hmm. you know, this is what you need to do to survive, you know, whack off things that are not essential. I look at Virginia and she doesn't have an A and B. She just has a, I guess what would be a B. Like if you're a B, you survive. If you're an A, you know, you're gone. Where meanwhile, A's had like a specific purpose. You know, like they, they were more like the servant class. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So Virginia doesn't really seem to abide by that. But yeah. and that's kind of further furthering my point. Like I think Georgie is kind of like a also well, it, I mean by extension Virginia is a splinter of the commonwealth, but mm -hmm. like only because only in as much as Georgie is also a splinter of, you know, what this new world is, this new world okay. order, I'll call it. Yeah. Because it, she doesn't seem to operate that way. Yeah. It does kind of I mean if we're comparing Georgie to, you know, Pamela from the comic books, the only thing that kind of I, I do see a lot of similarities, a lot. Um, and I do see some differences as well. Um, for instance, how she travels uh, with the twins. I mean, that's some sort of security, but if we were to compare yeah. her to comic book Pam, like she would have taken an entire entourage with her. Like this woman does not get within like five feet of walkers. Like, you know, she's just like, go take care of that. Like she's probably never killed a walker a day in her life. Like she's you just think? surrounded by people. Yeah. Pamela in the comic books. Yeah. I think she surrounds herself with people. She is a, she's a politician right that that's what she does she gets other people to do her dirty work for like her female Gregory <laughs> like a female <laughs> yes exactly like that so the difference I see in Georgie on the show is she's not surrounded by as much protection as I would expect right um, right no Mercer too yeah exactly yeah I mean the twins are like I said they're armed but they're not like I mean they're not like full in combat gear or anything so right and it, yeah. it, I'm assuming that this is it, this is what she's about right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean I think I think whatever the, would you agree that i think there will be changes in how they there have to be changes in how they treat this you know treat, treat. The, this this these groups that we don't really know much of i mean just simply on the face of dwight not being where he's supposed to be maybe you mean on the show he's supposed to be well in the comic <laughs> 
like Sherry, the nature of Sherry, the interactions with oh. Rick, they're all gone. How she dies, yeah. but she's here now. So do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I don't know. By the way, everybody's talking about Princess, and since none of the other hosts are here, I wanted to briefly r- refresh people on what I think they're going to do with Princess or what I think they should do. I mean, they should really make everybody's saying Michelle Rodriguez, by the way, which I think is okay. a, I think is okay. great, but I think she's a little older than maybe I agree. She, sh- she should be. I agree. But I, I, I don't even know if you heard my theory. I think if, if, I if think and when we've they, talked about this, yeah, if and when they introduce Princess, I think it should be a trans character. I, oh, we did not talk about that. Okay, but I, okay, I okay, could, good. I could definitely, I could definitely see that. Yeah. Right. It's just off the yeah. page. I mean, not that that's a should have to be a thing. Let me make that very clear. Yeah. But I do think there's a if you're gonna go that direction, just make it loud. You know, make it loud. I, well, make some changes. That character is loud. She yeah. she is very loud and in your face and very eccentric. And I absolutely love her. And I want her. I want that character on the show so badly. Um, she, I mean, and she could even show up on fear, just the way things are progressing right now. Huh. We could, we could see that character on fear and I would be totally fine with that. I just want to see that character. I am so excited. <laughs> Actually, when you say that, it, thinking of how the suspension of disbelief is really being challenged in this season, that makes so much more sense, doesn't it? That she would be on fear? Yeah. Sure. I mean, the storyline is, yeah, going down that road. And during the course of figuring out um, this new world is when we meet Princess. Yeah. I mean, taking taking it to a whole other level. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I think, doesn't she... Oh, okay. You know, we're, <laughs> we're, we're verging on spoilery territory-ish. But only because, like, we can say all these things from the comic, but at the same time... Um, we don't know how she's going to look like or if they're even going to introduce her. I was going to say, they might not even, that might not be a character we even see, period. Yeah, because she strikes me as as dangerous, you know, like as like risk-taking dangerous and how is oh, that compatible yeah. with this kind of world? Unless it's maybe fear, right? Oh, she is a total <laughs> badass. Total yeah. badass. Like but, her and Alicia would get along. <laughs> right, but how does that translate? Yeah. Like if you think about like the environment that Texas is and how, the, how that's, we've said that that's the antagonist you know yeah and uh and thinking of i mean just this world in general like if you're gonna do it you're gonna have to make it i don't know i don't know she's gonna have to come on the scene but i i, I can't really i can't see it but i would love for them to to do it because mm-hmm. i would love to see what they do with this character I, I agree i would really like to see this character yeah now 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 i'm now i'm going through my head like who would who would play her who would be a good person to play her? oh man you know what that, yeah i'm gonna yeah. make a list tomorrow <laughs> yeah we're gonna have to make a list i mean i'm i would basically choose a whole bunch of trans actors. But I think the age has to be right too because um, yeah. I think Princess is, she's young. She's yeah. very young. I don't know if I would say teenager, but no, early, like 20s early 20s at 20s. best. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe mid. Let's go with that. Maybe mid. I, I, let's just use 20s. That's pushing it. Yeah. Let's use 20s. Yeah. Like under 25. Because she, like. she has to be old enough to have A, made it this mm-hmm. far. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and what, see that, that's why it makes more sense that she's in fear because you're talking about like six year time jump, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, Oh man, this is bending my brain because I mean, she would have to have made it through teenage years all the way to her twenties, let's say, mm-hmm. and then let's assume they catch up with the TWD. Then she's going to be thirty or 
27, 28, depending, right? And that's kind yeah. of in turn your looks change dramatically in those those just those 10 years, mm-hmm. I think, in my opinion. Sure. So then you'd have to age her a little bit. I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't is, know. Yeah, this is going down the road, but I I, I yeah. enjoy thinking Whatever about it. Whatever they do with her, I, I hope I hope we do see that character. Yeah. It's funny to think about how the timeline works because you've got fear, which I think they may even keep in the quote unquote past, right? And mm-hmm. you have TWD, which is kind of in the present, even though they're kind of jumping ahead a little bit by every season. <laughs> Um, but then you have this new series that, that takes place way in the future. And it's going to be really, really interesting to see how they play with time. It's going to be hard to track all this continuity stuff. You're going to have nuggets from the past inter- interfacing with the present and the future at some point. Has there been anything said about how far into the future the new series will be? Um, if I'm right, and I'm usually not. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not true. <laughs> That's um, not true. If I had to take a guess, it would have to be far enough for a child from Fear the Walking Dead, perhaps, or an adult to have a kid, a teenage kid, 14 years. So I would have to venture, let's say it's another six or seven years. Okay. So Fear is like, would be 12 to 14 years in the past. Somebody has a kid back then okay. that makes it so into like, the future. So like if John and June had a baby right now, that's that's what I was thinking. This kid should be, could show up on, okay, or, or possibly Rosita's baby. Or Grayson. Morgan. No, Rosita would, Rosita, Rosita's baby would be too young. She'd be, be like six or seven. Oh, okay, yeah. Because mm-hmm. technically, this baby would be born before Rosita. Okay, yeah, yeah. Right, right. And then I don't, know, I don't think more. I don't think Grace would survive pregnancy. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Or maybe Alicia and Wes slash Derek. Well, we know <laughs> what the kids look like. Oh my god. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. So Annette Mahendru place she kind of has a kind of maybe his hispanic accent maybe luciana love for luciana somewhere hmm? <laughs> okay so then <laughs> and then you have oh and i forget her name uh and she's kind of older than the others i think too she's in her tw- like 20s but they, she can clearly play a teenager the she's black so the, i was thinking okay. like okay that could be like a morgan child maybe right okay and then you have the three younger teenagers i'm trying to think like so you have how comes in you have um um what's the other dude's name junkie janker and i can't remember anything else um so who are those could those be like um but see the one thing that they they mentioned in the in the sneaks to that series was that you've got two siblings so this is like the same parent who are oh, kind of diametrically okay. opposed to each other at some the point. parents are or the or the siblings the siblings are. are so of the oh, same okay. parent so could this the parent be john and june right mm. but they would have to be young older wouldn't they so that's what this is what bends my mind right well it also depends on how far into the future the series is we don't yeah. we haven't really nailed that down right right uh, i don't know i don't know but I mean, you know what, what if it's what if it's 15 years after you know the end of season 10 of walking dead oh god <laughs> well i mean anything's possible right yeah what if it'll be interesting no. i think it'll be really really pretty too honestly i'm expecting like really beautiful scenery in the next series like with every you know because plants have begun to regrow and you know i i just think i think it's gonna be really really beautiful yeah well i mean at least the the, the uh, concept art is amazing mm-hmm. which makes me think a lot of things like i mean and you know we, we even postulated that like maybe um like jerry jerry or jerry's jerry's kids <laughs> the telethon jerry's kids. could be part of the that group or come meet these people along the way or something like that so mm-hmm. yeah or 
it's probably a group of kids that have parents that we've never seen or met before, and they're completely separate in every possible there way. Ha- there has to be a tie into <laughs> Fear the Walking Dead. I, it's been confirmed by Fear's account when they when oh, they, oh, when they okay. liked my my when they liked my reply. It's oh, all okay. It's based on the events of at least the first half of Fear the Walking Dead's fifth season. So, so are we to think that someone's already pregnant? Oh God, can you imagine? Yeah, but isn't Annie? Um, just check me on this. But is I think Annie Mac and Dylan are, are siblings. I believe so, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so it can't be with any of them. <laughs> so, <laughs> no. Um, I think all, the, all of those kids were too young yeah. for that. There were some older ones. Speak, like, I don't think biology has, is, is doing that for Has yet. been gracious to, yeah. Um, yeah. To, yeah. To, or, or what is it, hospitable to the prospect of children, right? Yeah, um, yeah. But, uh, but there were some older kids. That's the other thing. And, and Charlie might factor into yeah. this by the way she's, she's like 14 now i mean she's not gonna i don't I'm not, like treading on water here. i'm like thin ice here but uh um but yeah i mean it would be a while for her to i could be a while for her to have something so i it, mm-hmm. it would have to be an adult wouldn't it yeah i don't know i don't know oh man we we Sorry, have to move up, on just for the yeah. sake of time well you brought up <laughs> you brought up charlie and it and it reminded me of another gut punch this episode at towards the end when they're kind of flashing through real quick about why this group is amazing and charlie says they forgave me oh yeah i'm glad you caught that punched right in the gut and i'm like you don't don't you make me feel sorry for you because i'm not oh but you're starting to feel it oh you're punched me right in the gut so you said you were okay wait you hated her this much before you hated (laughs) her this much which is i credit you that's pretty significant growth i've come down now i think you're like here and this is the bottom right here you still got this uh, little yeah nugget of hate. i i'll never that gap will never close it won't ever close but but we can we're getting closer yeah we're getting closer what if she dies i don't i don't want to say i might get in trouble <laughs> i'd be fine with that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's thus proving that we're all a little different on Squawking Dead. <laughs> I think I've I think I've said before I I would be honestly fine if Alicia were this last person standing, with the exception of Morgan, because right. Morgan never dies or Daniel. Right. But, right. but they'd be somewhere else, right? Yeah. That's what you're thinking. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, right. They just wouldn't be there. They they'd would already be somewhere else. There'd be a diaspora <laughs> of cast. <laughs> and I would be devastated, you know, losing June and John, of course. But but yeah, for me it's 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 Alicia's story. <laughs> oh, Oh uh, no! I hear you. I hear you. Um, okay, rack and a rank. Sorry, <laughs> slipped in my notes. <laughs> Had to slip it in there. <laughs> oh, talking about kids now. Um, <laughs> Switch topics quick. <laughs> hurry, hurry, hurry! <laughs> kids having kids. What? What? <laughs> Okay. I don't know. That's now you got me thinking. So th- there's definitely a link to the first half. All right. All right. Sorry. Yeah, We're not yeah. going back to that. I'm, I'll go back to it tomorrow. Well, you know, it, <laughs> mm, you know what? Yeah. It, it's it, here's <laughs> the problem with going too far with this is that, like you venture into territory where you could be definitely wrong. And so it's kind of like, mm-hmm. mm, and then what's the point? You just wasted a whole bunch of time talking about something that the idea will change. The, the, the I mean, we're going to yeah. get more information along the way. We're going to get scenes, teasers. Yeah. 
which will be a far better basis to to make and, and to make certain prediction uh, predictions over. So, um, Tom, I want to talk about Tom for a second because throughout this episode, he's like a real Tom. booster for this group, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, let's talk about us finding out that that the girl that they saved at the flip flop, I think, was I forget what what the um what the the station was, but like uh, the the whole Logan repeat incident, and they mm-hmm. saved the girl. Wes saves the girl. Yeah, her name is Janice, and that's the sister that left the compound. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I didn't think of that sooner. Like, did you think of that? I mean, well, he said her name was Janice, right? We knew we were looking for Janice. Well, we didn't know her name when when she was saved in that previous episode. Oh no, no, you know what at I mean? That time, no, at that time, I no, I didn't think that the, it was. We, his sister. I, I didn't connect the dots. Like, I'm not sure mm-hmm. anybody really did. But then again, I can see a whole bunch <laughs> of people not really giving a shit. So like, yeah. that's the other thing. Well, um, that's what they're out there doing. You know, they're saving yeah. people. So yeah, yeah. So we're Could've like been anybody. It just happened to be his sister. Yeah, I just like that that tied in really neatly and just just slotted yeah. in perfectly as they're coming back. It's like, you know, they found me, they saved me. They, you know, these are people like like Ginny was the kind of person that got you to not trust people again. And you guys helped me trust people again. So, you know, thank yeah. you for that. And then he's just grateful being alive and kind of like Dwight looking for Sherry. He's like, you know, as long as I'm out here, I can I'll find her, you know, and she can't be that far away. So, yeah. you know, it's kind of it's kind of cool that like, yeah, at the same time, we find out find out that her and, and him are brother and sister and then and it just the thing is and I was going to get this is what like interrupted my thought patterns is that I saw people like really really going like oh my fucking god was this an infomercial like a, <laughs> like a commercial for convoy like the A team <laughs> So, you know, and, and I'm like, I'm not saying that they're wrong, but I think they're trying to hammer down the point that like, this is how we do things. And if we do keep doing things the right way, you know, results will happen. And it's taken a long time for them to get to this point. You know, think about how things started out at the beginning of the season and look what they are now. Like these, they're like on the radio going, is anybody out there? Is anybody out there? <laughs> it's another day here <laughs> at the <laughs> denim factory at the mill. Right. You know, like, like I, I half expected somebody to like, good. good Good morning, Bill. <laughs> like fucking around or something. It's just that boring and nobody's answering. Yeah. So, yeah. So like, and then now they're actually helping people and the group has grown like exponentially or something because they're yeah. just tons of people. So, I, I mean, again, it's just to kind of pave the path. This is where we're at. You know, this is who we are, how we got here. And it's kind of like building an audience too. I was thinking about like how, you know, how long, how far we've come. Okay. As, as a podcast, like we, we started out barely knowing how to grow an audience. You, you had people like, by the way, I mean, credit to Johnny Fives Alive, who's who just popped onto um, Instagram. Like you have like these people who are are like monitoring hashtags, right? TWD, fear to TWD, etc. And then they pop on, they like your posts and then you pop onto theirs and you're like, damn, that's a good edit. You know, and then you kind of look for each other. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it, I mean, you could be, okay, let me, let me put it this way. You can be like Ginny and you can like do like follow for follow, follow for follow. <laughs> You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yep. I, I, I like your music. <laughs> Want to follow me back? Like, you could be like yeah. Jenny, or you could be like this group, like making connections, you know, doing the right thing the right way, following yeah. people because you want to follow them, not because you want them to follow you back. Like, right. I won't, I'm not going to follow somebody who posts, I mean, no offense to anybody, because just... I would follow you if from my personal account, if you had just pictures of cats and alcohol, right? Like just <laughs> you drinking drinks, drinks, and, and not your cat drinking drinks. That's abuse. No, no. But like, you know, you having the cat and put it on a shoulder and you're burping the cat. <laughs> like, that's fine. I'll follow you from my personal. I'm not going to follow you from my Squawk and Dead account. I'm just, that's not, I don't need that. I need yeah. to be making connect. I need to follow people that I can actually genuinely 
have interactions with, you know, I see like a, like art, I'll kind of comment on it. Or if I see like, like you're even just like a fan picture, like I can just comment on that picture and we could talk about it. You know what I mean? And it's, and it's not out of malice. It's more like, you know, I just want to make genuine connections. So, and you see that like we started out, we barely had 200 followers, like by the time Walker Stalker came out. And now like we're getting really close to a thousand. Um, and I've seen accounts hit a thousand in less than a month. Holy crap. Right. Just because of this follow for follow nonsense. Oh. Now that, that doesn't impress me. That really doesn't impress me. How many likes do you get in return? Oh, you're getting 300 likes. But do anybody really care? Right. I don't think so. Because a lot of the comments, I don't like it's the hearts and the thing. You're not really engaging with anybody, <laughs> you know, and so it, it really kind of hit home for me when I saw that, because when, when you see this diametrically different way of operating these two groups, it's it does kind of hit home like how like you have this bedrock group who many times, you know, and Morgan's like, does anybody want out? If it's, it's totally OK if you want to go with her and no, not no. one of these beaten down, you know, back against the wall people are like going to Ginny. They're like staying mm-hmm. with the group because they know, you know, and it's kind of like it's kind of like us a little bit. I mean, look, we may eventually get boring and say, I hate Carol. <laughs> they, uh, I hate Daryl and Carol, the idea of them being together. Stop. And then you'll run away. Stop. <laughs> but I think, you know, I, I think, you know, I don't mean that. So, right. but, I, mean, you know, I mean, I still think it. <laughs> everybody's opinions are valid and right. yes, you know, respected. Exactly. You know, it's not about quantity. It's about quality. You know, I value everybody that I follow and who follows back. And, you know, and I do like, I see these things. And like you said, you know, you like, you comment, you, you know, you support you. That's how you support people on, on social media. That's how you network is by making those comments and connections with people. Who's talking? I see your face. No, I just see <laughs> <laughs> They're commenting on the cat thing. Like the oh, first, yeah. Burping cat. Why is burping your cat drinking? Cat. I don't know. <laughs> Too much milk. <laughs> Don't I mean, do that either. Cats are lactose intolerant. If you do have a personal, I don't want you to take a picture from the internet, but if you do have a personal picture of you burping a cat, I want to know and I will post it to my feed. That's how like badly I, I'm very interested in seeing that. But again, you have to be the one burping it. So right. anyway, sorry. But yeah, it goes back to the point of like, yeah, it's just making solid connections. And, and yep. they're saying like, you know, oh, we'll see you at Walker Stock. I'm like, yes, yes. Yay. And yes, that's that's it. That's what it's about, man. Yep. We have to go back. Somebody's talking about <laughs> Lost. I'm like, oh yeah, that scene reminded me of Lost when they chose between going with Jack or Locke. But the oh. fear group is all a lot smarter. <laughs> yes, yes, they are a little. Well, I mean, that's subjective too, right? Because like by all accounts, they should have gone with Ginny. <laughs> if you think about it, well, I, mean, I wouldn't have gone. You wouldn't have gone. No. You know, we're on no. the same page, but yeah. yeah. That whole I thought that whole scene was going to go down completely differently too. I mean, considering, you know, Al and Tom had the, the video recorders going and Jenny knew what they were doing. I for sure thought she was just going to swoop in and help everybody that way on their video. You know, everybody sees Jenny being a good person and helping. And, but instead she really showed her true colors. And that was a bit surprising. I mean, she looked right at Tom and was like, I was going to kill you because of this. Like, do you not (laughs) see him recording you right now? I'm not going to (laughs) apologize for my methods. Okay. (laughs) All right. Well, this is what's going out to everybody. Well, She never really specifically says what those methods were. True. Yeah, exactly. And but I think the re- so something Victor says really, really telling because Victor, again, like we, we we mentioned, like he's he's wise to her act. But the one thing he says after.
after that. And like, just really, it gets to her. This was the thing that got her to kind of, and I don't even know if she's fully prepared to do it, mm-hmm. but he says specifically something that really resonated with me. So you're all about this creating the future thing. So why are you spending time tracking us? Mm-hmm. Right. And this is really, really, really important because he's right. Like if you're all mm-hmm. about building the future, why are you? And then, and then it hits, it should hit the audience. Ginny is finally showing because if you, if you, if you look at her interactions with Althea and Morgan, you wouldn't think that she sees this, these people as a threat. Right. She th- oh, she's, she thinks of these people as potential allies. And so mm-hmm. better to be on my team. Right. But like, I think at one point when they, when she sees them leave, you know, they don't take her up on the offer. She's like, okay, this is going to be a problem. Mm-hmm. Victor knows. Victor knows. And it should dawn <laughs> to the audience that, okay, you're concerning yourself with us instead of building the future. Because how did you know that where we were, this detour? Yeah. Right? If you weren't like patiently observing on like a walkie, being close by, because she got here pretty quick, right? Oh, like, yeah. To the point where she had to use a Jeep to go off road, <laughs> track them. Think about that. Yeah. With like a light bar, too. Like, I noticed some of these <laughs> things. Like, she has like an, a full LED bright light bar to see in case they get into any like dark or whatever and they have to follow Jeez. them. Still. Yeah. Which is pretty expensive. Night, apparently. Yeah. Jeez. So, I mean, she thinks these people are that much of a threat. And well, what, she's and, right. <laughs> and what's the threat, though, too? They're going to get more footage. True. Yeah. Well, what know, is like, she afraid of? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, by the way, your husband said, I'll burp a cat for follows. <laughs> 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 Sounds about touché. right. Touche. Touche. <laughs> I love it. I love you guys. Um, <laughs> Penny and Negan sitting in a tree. That's Nisa right there. Yep. Yeah. 100%. Uh, I actually commented yeah. to somebody, um, you know, Negan's joke about father, not the father. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, Jenny's Negan, not the Negan, you know? Mm-hmm. So true. Because yeah. I mean, like, it's like, hey, you kind of like Negan, but not Negan. Not really. She's she's a little more subtle. I think she's as ruthless, but a little more subtle about it. She's yeah. a little sneakier. Yeah, she's definitely. I mean, you tell me, do you think that she's more clever than Negan in some respects? More clever? Sure. Yeah. Um, I don't know that I would call Negan clever. He's very blunt and upfront about what he wants. I think Ginny is very clever. And, you know, I like you, I think she was really trying to recruit Alan Morgan when they were sitting on her couch, realized it wasn't going to work. So she had to let him go. She's going to take a different tactic to try and either eliminate the threat or recruit who she can. And that didn't work right. either. You know, come with me if you want to live. And that didn't work. <laughs> come with me if you want to live. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that didn't work either. So I think now she's like, okay, well, back to the drawing board. I got, I got to do something. And she's going to think about it. She's I don't think she's going to come in guns blazing and just, she already did that once too. Um, I, yeah. I do. I think she's a lot more clever. She's going to think about it. She's going to think about what to do next. Yeah. I can't wait to get the sneak peeks because it, it you think it's going to go. And I, I almost feel like they, they should not have shown any sneak peeks because it really thwarts the idea that it's over, you know, yeah. like, cause you see things that happen and, and it's, it doesn't look like, like the battle <laughs> is lost. Sneak peeks are always my favorite part of, of our episodes because I don't watch them. I don't get to watch them. So <laughs> I experience them enough. by you describing them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm like the Stephen King of sneak peeks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he spent a whole chapter describing something. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> oh, Blazy's like, oh, yeah. it's Virgin Negan. <laughs> Virgin Negan. There should Virgin be like, no, they, 
I forget, I don't know what the symbol is called, but like jalapeno, like, so it's Virgin Yegan. Oh, the accent sign. Yeah. yeah I, I don't know what yeah. that is. A til- I know it's a tilde, but I don't know if it has a, like an actual name when you put it over the end. A tilde? Like the little squiggly? Yeah. The little, the little squiggly little- right next to the one. That's called a tilde. Oh, yeah. oh I didn't know that had learn, a name. Learn grammar with Dave. <laughs> so, like, whatever. <laughs> I call it the squiggly. Oh, by the way, that was Blazy that said that. I don't know yeah. if I mentioned that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> should credit people when they say funny <laughs> things. Yeah. Don't, um, don't take their ideas and pass them off as your own. This is a squawking dead original, folks. Virgin <laughs> Negan. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> You're welcome. She didn't put the squiggly. I I added that. So. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. Just, when it's over an N, I call it an accent. Uh, and I just made her pee herself. That's great. I love, <laughs> I love making people pee themselves. Hot take. <laughs> I love making it's, people pee themselves. I love how hot it is in here right now because it's getting really like I'm just getting. Mm. Oh, do you want my fan? <laughs> yeah, please. Here, here you go. <laughs> wow, thanks, Rachel. This is. Oh, look at that! <laughs> Came right through. <laughs> the magic of television. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> people are still. <laughs> I just pictured Steve TV. <laughs> Robbie's still laughing at <laughs> making your cat drink. <laughs> That's abuse. <laughs> it is abuse. <laughs> uh, just, it's like making your cat smoke weed. That I mean, it, funny in concept, but not in action. Like, <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> Uh, you don't know Are what you that's speaking do. from personal experience. I okay. I'm, I'm going to reveal a truth. <laughs> I'm going to reveal. <laughs> I'm going to reveal my truth. Um, I don't like animals. I'm. No? I'm not. I don't dislike animals. I'll say that much. I like holding or petting other people's animals. I do not want them in my life. There, there are a lot to. There are a lot of responsibility. Yeah, you take like, care of them. Same as kids. I, I understand mean, that. It's just the smells. <laughs> <laughs> It's not that. Well, it's, if you don't take care of them, yeah, they can smell. <laughs> I, 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 somebody actually to, told me like, you know, you really should have a dog. And this is like during a really rough time in my life. <laughs> so <laughs> it was kind of like, yeah, that makes sense. You know, take yeah. care of something else. It kind of centers you and makes you think about what's important. And I get that. Sure. But thank God I got help. Because <laughs> I did not. Because what if I got the help that I needed? And then I'd be like, I don't need you anymore. <laughs> Like, where'd you go? I kicked it. No, I don't hate animals. Again, I don't hate animals. It's just the idea of owning one is just alien to me. It's also like the idea. Yeah, I don't know. I have never, I have never not had an animal ever. I've never in my life not had a pet ever. What would it be like for you not to? I don't know, but I currently have three cats and a dog. (laughs) Yeah, I I currently have three cats and a dog, and they're all. they're all over 10. And so when, when the time comes and I find my house animalless, uh, I'm going to try that on for a size for a little bit. I'm going to see how that goes. I give myself really? about a week. I, I, I give myself about a week, two tops. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I so don't she, think I could do it without an animal. So you're going to wait till each one of them dies off? Or well, well, no, no, no. I'm saying, I'm saying when they, like when, when I don't have any more, yeah. I mean, eventually. I mean, that's, they, that's they what pass. you're saying. That's what happens. <laughs> animals do, animals do die eventually. I'm sorry to break it to you guys. <laughs> um, that does happen in the natural course of life. True fact. Yeah. Yeah. So when their time comes right and we don't have any more animals we're gonna hang out with none for a while see right. how that goes see how that fits gotcha never okay. done it before so that's interesting it. i like people like figuring themselves out without something <laughs> you know like it's like parents when they when their kids leave the nest right they find they find out they don't love each other or something <laughs> <laughs> that could happen 
happen. Or sometimes they find out the kids are the reason they hated each other. And now the kid's gone. Good. Your kids were awful. I'm so glad I have a, a weight room next to like where your room stood. It's, right? it's great. Like my mom turned my room into an office. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> yep. I, I really hope that my parents do something like that too. I oh, just, my brother's room is still perfectly intact though. So oh, just, just, yeah. So you know where favorite. we, yeah, where we both, you know, rate in our, in our parents' hearts. Yeah. <laughs> you shaved your what? I always knew you were an idiot. <laughs> like, okay, like, right? <laughs> yeah. His bedroom's a shrine and mine's my mom's office. <laughs> <laughs> do, they have, do they have a Nair Tamid in his, in his room? Like, yeah. <laughs> It's so funny, but I'm sorry. I obviously brought up feelings right now. No, no. Anyway, I'm, I'm just kidding. No, because you're like, because you know that's funny because you can like tease him like, oh, your mom's favorite. Well, what, I I do tease him because he's been in Vegas for the past few years, and since he's been gone, I'm the favorite now. <laughs> oh, like you don't yeah. call, you don't come back, yeah. <laughs> right? And I love it. I love it. Yeah. Oh, that's really nice. Oh, that's I actually, my my stepdad tells me all the time I'm his favorite son. <laughs> I even signed his Father's Day card this year. Love your favorite son. And I make sure and tell my brother that as often as I can. Right. Which what makes this funnier is that the the dad I'm referring to is actually my stepdad. It's my brother's real dad. (laughs) (laughs) My dad. I I unfortunately lost my dad uh, 16 years ago. But um, but yeah. So my my dad is actually his his dad, my stepdad, and I'm still his favorite son. (laughs) Right. That's so sweet too. Like oh, it's delicious. Oh, it makes it even better. Yeah, makes it even better. <laughs> it is because he's an asshole, right? Because he doesn't call or he doesn't like check in. He, he does. He actually does. No, Once he's a month. He's a, my brother's more of a mama's boy. Yeah. Oh, and I've, I see. And I've always been daddy's girl, huh, when, both when my dad was alive and, and now my stepdad and I are close. So. Mm, that's really cool. So our story had a happy yeah. ending. <laughs> that's right. That's Shrine right. to your brother and then like, but I got the last <laughs> laugh. <laughs> yes. That's right. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, damn. I have to edit that out now. Uh, <laughs> okay. So the bridge scene itself, I kind of want to talk about that. Like right after Jenny calls the, yeah. the kids to dinner. Prepare, oh, prepare. That, oh, that line. Oh my gosh. I laughed so hard. That uh, was, I, I did enjoy that line from her. <laughs> yeah. It was in the sneak peek for last good. week. Yeah. And then, um, yeah. but just, it just, that whole, and she even uses the soup thing reference again too, right? Oh yes, so something soup like du jour. yes. Again, thank you. I, yeah. I have forgotten the line. Yeah, but, uh, but like something about being fixated on food, it makes you think like I gotta have a survival group. So I want my soup. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. She's it's, always thinking about food. She thinks, have, here, have some jam, have some jelly. Yeah, it's like all these liquid foods. Like, what is what's up with you? <laughs> like, yeah, it's, like it's a little. If it's not if it's not wet, it's like a jelly. You know, so it's a little viscous. <laughs> And then she calls spaghetti uh, not simple. What? <laughs> and that, I missed the, that one. Spaghetti previous, not simple? It, no, uh, she calls like that, ex- that. She used this expression and spaghetti isn't simple or something like that. And I'm like, I wrote in my notes, <laughs> spaghetti is simple, dummy. Yeah. <laughs> And right I'm like, and i'm like oh my god like like your expression doesn't make sense like she got dropped <laughs> on her head a little bit too often that's why the, that's why the hat looks like this it has like a little flap up <laughs> that's where she that, fell on her head that was where she got dropped yeah oh my but, god that's up there with with grace's candy beansies <laughs> <laughs> oh my god but like i i loved when we talked about that because i got to talk about like immigrant parents and not knowing exactly what things are called because that I, I never really went into it with sure. me but my mom did that a whole lot as a kid really a whole lot she um I, you know it's not even worth it's kind of boring because like but it's like certain foods like um you know like potatoes au gratin she says mm-hmm. it the right way 
because it's actually French. Mm-hmm. Au gratin, right? It's like, yeah. So that's how she says it. So Put as a, a kid, flair on it. Yeah. can you imagine as a kid saying that to all your friends <laughs> who are American? Yeah. <laughs> been here yeah, for- you probably got teased a little bit, I imagine. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna run home to to have my favorite dish au gratin. You know, like, <laughs> who's this fancy pants? <laughs> <laughs> what do you have? Potatoes? Okay, <laughs> run along home, pansy. <laughs> right. Oh well, the, well, au gratin. If everybody wants to know, is when you yeah. use milk as a sort of um, kind of like a a sauce. It's like a milk mm-hmm. sauce. So it's milk, salt, uh, flour. You know. So it's kind of it's like a drop shy from it being a a a roux or a because the roux would need butter mm-hmm. and the mornay would need cheese. Ha. Yeah. I'm I'm the mac and cheese club. <laughs> I know my facts. So that's what. So if you put make potatoes au gratin, yeah, you, it's okay. like milk and salt and yeah. So and then you bake it and then it's awesome, yeah. awesome. Anyway, I think a lot of parents had you know different words for things when, with their kids. You know, sometimes it was because they couldn't pronounce things or you know. I mean, I have we, I, my son and I have a little thing. You know, the popsicles that come in the plastic mm-hmm. and you, you the freezy pops and you push them up. We call those socksicles because. <laughs> <laughs> Because they're they're cold, and so we get a clean sock, and we put the popsicle into a clean sock, and that's how he holds on to it. He would always complain that his hands were cold, so I slipped it into a clean sock one day, and and that's so the, funny. The socksicle was born. <laughs> that's like the origin of the, of yeah. the socksicle. The socksicle. <laughs> what my, my mom actually had a word for that. I can't remember what it was now, just because oh, yeah. so long ago. <laughs> um, but uh, I laughed as you were saying that because I remembered something really funny that I probably shouldn't say. Okay, Uh-oh. say it. <laughs> but I'm going to say it. My mom didn't know what the word for diarrhea was. <laughs> okay. <laughs> can't believe okay. I, I can't believe I'm talking about this on the podcast. <laughs> Do you know how there's... <laughs> <laughs> so you know how candy beansies are jelly beans? Yeah. She called diarrhea. Oh no. I'm making sure you're not drinking. She called it water cocky. Okay. <laughs> I'm, about I mean. to, I'm about to pass out. <laughs> it's so oh hot in here and there's no blood in my head right now. Oh my God. Is Instagram still broadcasting? No, oh they cut your feet because you're an idiot. Oh, stop. Oh, my gosh. And what? Now, Why? It hasn't been an hour. And here's the here's the really sick part. Like when okay. I was like se- six or seven years old, right? And it was my mom's dad's funeral. And I was sick. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Can you imagine my mom taking a break from grieving for her father <laughs> to go to me on the side and go, oh, mommy, you, you had water cock? Oh, no. <laughs> In front of everybody. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but like forgetting her grief for the moment to take care of her child and saying oh. that. But here's the, here's, the twi- here's the twist. The twist is everybody else in the funeral was her, was like her. So they didn't yeah. react to oh, So I'm sitting there thinking, thank God of my immigrant family. <laughs> all thinking alike. You can That's only what imagine. they all call it, right? Yeah. The one American friend would, would be like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> you know what uh, really makes me nervous, Rachel, is that nobody's reacting to this. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Are we still oh streaming? Oh my gosh! Are we still streaming? You said water cocky and it and it, it and, cut and us off. Just, Those, yeah. it's a, cut the feed. Copyright it's, strike. <laughs> inter- <laughs> you broke the internet. <laughs> Oh, Blazy! I mean, Blazy hasn't said anything, but I'm just imagining oh a, a river of pee. <laughs> 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, Julia finally laughs. laughs, laughs. <laughs> this is how I know that we're still running, folks. <laughs> did, I, did I lose you? Oh, oh my gosh. I'm it, dying. <laughs> do only we find this funny? I don't, but they're probably too busy dying of laughter to type anything. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what Robbie just said. Right oh my now. gosh. <laughs> Can't laugh you, you know, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I was just thinking to myself earlier, like, you know, we need to get a little bit more personal. On the podcast. <laughs> it can't always be serious and deep. And <laughs> no, no. <laughs> so going back. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> going back to candy, candy beansies. <laughs> I'll show you candy beansies. Candy beansies. Oh boy. Uh, you know, what's really, really sad is that I, I had cut my hair. <laughs> And it's like, it's really, really short. And I want to take the hat off, but I will blind people because it's just, <laughs> I'm, I'm just really white today. Oh, no. <laughs> so, I've been tanning my dome. <laughs> Robbie's like, she's, he, Robbie says the line, spaghetti is not simple. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's au gratin, baby. It's au gratin, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm wheezing a little. That's how hard I'm laughing. <laughs> By the way, when we were talking about animals... Um, <laughs> Your husband was like, now Peter's going to boycott the podcast. <laughs> so we, we covered all the bases. Okay, I need to ask you, do you think, because John and June were kind of like, I, th I don't think it's appropriate to have this wedding idea. And Morgan's like, I think this, this group needs, could use like a wedding. Mm -hmm. And do you, so do you agree with John about, or June rather, about it not being the right time? Or do you agree with Morgan? Because I'm curious. I, hmm. Given the circumstances. Well, at the time they were talking about it, I, I did agree with Morgan because they were hopeful that they were going to find the settlement and call it a home and, and do all that. And, that, and that, that would have been a perfect time to have a wedding. But it's not what happened. I think, the right. Right time, I think the right time to have a wedding would be after they find some place that they can call home for an extended period of time. That would be the time to celebrate. Right, right. Not now. I agree with you on that one. Um, but I thought the interaction with um, Rabbi Kessner was actually pretty cool too. And I know that he has got like a shit ton of stuff on his back by the way heavy right? stuff just thinking to myself no like, that was a big thing to be carrying I just, it was noteworthy because this group is like so full of hope that they're you know and like even like daniel says like we should have brought all that stuff mm -hmm. they were invested you know um but like i love <laughs> wedding for gentiles <laughs> <laughs> i've always wanted to do one of those <laughs> uh i just I, I thought like it would be kind of cool like if they did um if they did kind of like a, a jewish wedding actually i would really like to see john and june have a jewish wedding but Can i think I that's that? how it's going to end up being right by the way can no, they, they do can't, that though they can't that would really be, i feel like that would be like blasphemy <laughs> well you could probably modify what a jewish wedding symbolizes all the blessings mm -hmm. and just make it more accessible to like a secular audience too because the yeah. blessings are really really they're kind of beautiful mm -hmm. like talking about the the dedication to man and wife to man you know uh the couple and god and the idea of long life and it's just mm -hmm. a whole bunch of the seven blessings the sheva brachot as they call it i don't know it could be it, it might end up being adapted anyway it's like yeah. anyway so just thinking about it so yeah and julie's like i'd like to see a jewish wedding too yeah i think so i think it would too i think i think we'd need a wedding um i mean they skipped right over carol and ezekiel anything that could have happened there wedding wise yeah, so i think right? i think we're owed a wedding <laughs> yeah i think we do and i think by the way uh jenna was mentioning like yeah i think we need a post-apocalyptic wedding. wedding yep now the question is do you think we'll get that this season this season mm. 
I, the, hmm, do, is the season finale going to be extended? You know what? I'm, I'm going to stop the show and check because I'm okay. really curious now. That Knowing that will influence my answer. <laughs> if it is an extended episode, then yes, we could probably pack everything in there that we need to know and then end on a happy note with a wedding. But if it's a regular size episode, um, I think we're going to have a lot to pack in with all the information that, that we've been given so far this season. So I don't think we'll have time for what this wedding um, deserves. Right, right. Yeah, like an addendum or whatever it's yeah, going to be. Or if, it's, or if like Blazy saying, like, you know, what it, John might die. I mean, it may never happen. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. The, I mean, the dream I would like comes. to see the wedding before he dies. <laughs> Yeah. And I want it and I want to actually see it. I don't want I don't want just little snippets of, you know, here's here's what happened. And, and you know what I mean? Like I want I, I would really like to see them spend some time on it. The last episode is called End of the Line. Mm-hmm. I, I like how it says John and June make a promise. Ooh, mm. That could be a little hint at a, a little wedding thing. But something. I know. But again, like, I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, they'll do what they're going to do and I'm going to be happy. But I don't know. I'd like to see a little bit more time spent on seeing their wedding instead of like what I'm picturing is you know the last scene uh, of season nine of Walking Dead how they're you know they're in the snowball fight nobody's really talking we're just sort of seeing things happen everybody's happy that's kind of how I picture what they could do to June and John's wedding like we see it happening but just sort of in glimpses and with you know pretty music over top and I feel like that's the wedding we'll see instead of more I mean that's (laughs) a question because is that the show is that the one that we're going to get to so Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but I I think no it's definitely got to be long there's just no way. Yeah. Um, I mean, if, do you if think we, they'll get the wedding in there or, or something that looks like a wedding? I, I think that I, I don't think we're going to get a wedding. Uh, I'll be honest. <laughs> I'll be I'll totally be honest because I only reason being because uh, I think we'll get something that resembles a promise, kind of like they say in the episode. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't think it's going to be that much. I, I think I don't think it's going to be fanfare. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, that's why I said if it's going to be a longer episode, they might be able to fit it in. Yeah. Oh, did you know what that episode would mark the 200th episode? episode of the walking dead franchise yeah maybe wait say that again this this coming finale yeah this finale is coming finale really is that, pos- is that possible it took well, eight well, years to get to the first hundred while 131 episodes of the original <laughs> show the walking dead have been aired this is the 69th episode of fear the walking dead which oh yeah well that's interesting so the, the if you take all the episodes of the walking dead and fear the walking dead put them together this, mm-hmm. this coming this end of the line the season finale of season five will be the 200th episode of the franchise wow cheers cool Cool. Yeah, I'm not going to find this. If you find it, that's fine. <laughs> you know, I just, I can't. Bleh. No. So, I mean, that's, I mean, basically I have two answers then. If it's a longer episode, yeah, I think there'd be time to throw in a little wedding. Just, you know, a little something. They'll do an extended a, funeral. Oh, no, I'm kidding. Sorry. <laughs> but if it's, if it's a normal runtime episode, then no, it'll, I think, I think they'll need to use all that time to pack in a solution to the, to the season. Right, right. Let's see. What, what other things can we talk about? I mean, like, I love the idea that they brought the idea of Humbug's Gulch back yeah, into the picture. bringing that back. It really did kind of give me a little bit of hope for this episode too. Like, okay, let's talk about hope for a second because everybody was really, I think I mentioned this, but like the idea that there's so many people that criticize this this series for, did we go over this? Like for like not having any downturns, like everybody's mm-hmm. surviving. I know we kind of covered yeah. it, but like when they reached the end of this episode, I was expecting people to be more like, okay, that's more like it. You know, there, there are actual stakes now. There are, people mm-hmm. are, are in like a, a situation where they have to make a Sophie's choice. Mm-hmm. But like people reacted very poorly to this idea. Like the, the people 
people I was seeing on that, like, I mean, you're talking about people that I expected to actually find it really, really interesting to like be put in like a precarious situation. I'm not going to name names, <laughs> but I, I, I just thought it was kind of interesting because I mean, here we are, you have people of mastery finally reaching a point at which their mastery is going to be tested. Like how is, is the impossible possible or are they going to have to sigh, you know, make the Negan choice instead of the Sophie's choice? You know, like, are they going to have to go, you know? So, yeah. right. And that's the thing, like, so given that, like, I mean, I, I enjoy being put in uncomfortable situations and that's what everybody was complaining about. And now that they got it, they don't like it. <laughs> this so is exactly I, like, what you wanted. Are you not entertained? <laughs> are you not I, entertained? I was a little confused, a little um, disappointed that they, it didn't really seem like they thought of any other options. I mean, yeah, that was a lot of walkers, but there's also a lot of people with a lot of weapons. I mean, they didn't even consider clearing it out. And you know what? That kind of brings me to another point. I mean, that will make sense for you. There was a point at which when they get there, Morgan asks the group if any of them have any answers. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking to myself, what if Morgan at that moment is starting to think, oh, these people that we saved, I think they were relying on us a lot to have the answers. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I mean, obviously people like Tess and Rabbi Kessner, they have utility. You've seen them use their utility, right? Yeah. But in terms of answers, like this group has answers. You know, this group thinks of everything. Mm -hmm. But when the group doesn't have answers, when this these capable, lucky, as John Dory puts it, and I I never forgot about that, and and wanting to spread their luck to others. And and it kind of brings me to what you were just saying now about not knowing what to do about this thing. You know, like, Mm -hmm. because Morgan says in the episode, he says something to the effect of, I won't let it happen. Like, this is not the end of the line, uh, uh, Al. I think it was, is that the words that he used? End of the the story. End of the story, end of the line. Something to that effect, right? Mm -hmm. Not the end of the road. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Although we've come. Anyway, so... (laughs) I, every time. So <laughs> like I, this idea of I'll make sure that it, I'm, I, I won't let that happen. Like taking it on himself, the mistakes that he always seems to make is like mm. doing it on his own, make sure that it doesn't happen. So maybe at that moment, he doesn't realize how many, how all, how all the numbers that he has to actually have an effect on this thing, mm-hmm. which kind of explains some of the sneak peeks, which we'll get to eventually. But you're right. That's, that's, I mean, it's the same like rationale that I thought when, when they were filming uh, the test episode, which is like the mid season premiere. Mm-hmm. Like, why didn't they just bang on, on, on like this direction to kind of to redirect the walkers? Right, right. Direct them this way, that way. Yeah. And we're like, shoot guns. Pew, pew. I'm like, no, <laughs> don't. Jenny tried that. And look what happened. Yeah. It's came well, to and dinner. It, and it makes sense that not a lot of people would have answers. I mean, we're talking about people who needed to be rescued. And, you know, Morgan, Al, Alicia, Strand, these are the people who came to rescue them. So, yeah, I mean, if I were the one being rescued, I would kind of look at these people as like caretakers and I would do what is asked of me to help out. But I don't, I don't, yeah, maybe they don't, maybe they don't have any ideas. I mean, they needed help. So, I I mean, they found themselves in a predicament that they needed help out of too. So, right. Yeah. I don't know. They might not have any ideas, but we've seen it happen enough where people could, I mean, look at the prison. I mean, there had to have been at least that many walkers at the prison in, in season three. You know what I mean? Are you the second person that said that? Or I think, did you mention that before we went to air? I can't remember. About clearing it out? About the prison. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Maybe you're the second person who said that. Cause that's, yeah, the the prison was clear. No, I saw this on Twitter. That was my first thought. Clear it out. Right. Right. But so they, what they did, it was, they relied on that narrow corridor where they can get them one at a time or like a limited amount of time. Mm Mm-hmm. 
this isn't one of those situations. I mean, being devil's advocate here because it's they are all in one place, but this place mm -hmm. is kind of open. They're in the open air. They're not going. They're not being forced to go through a corridor. Yeah, they can maybe make that work. But I mean, I don't blame them for not seeing the answer right away. No. Like, you have all your hopes riding on this thing, and then it's like any of us. Like we we when we see something is not the way we expected it to be. We I mean, think of no food, no water. Yeah, walking fifteen miles just to have this happen to you. So I can mm -hmm. see them having a, a moment. Yeah, and it being infectious too. So yeah, well, and I guess we don't really know exactly how big of an area it, it is either. I mean, we see the people, you know, the walkers walking around and everything. But I mean, in my mind, I'm I'm picturing these what at least thirty six people, right? Because we've gotten that number before. At least thirty six, maybe even more than that by now. But if they all had the right weapons and spread spread out around that compound, they could, draw, along the way. Yeah, they could draw smaller groups to the outer perimeter and just kill them slowly. It would take a long time, but it, you know, I feel like it could be done. I'll tell you why that's losing a wall. I'll tell you, I'll tell you, yeah, I'll tell you why that's dangerous in the sneak peeks, but I do want to change tax <laughs> on this. Yeah. Could you imagine what all those walkers would look like? What if there were all employees or even guests? Oh my gosh. What if they're all dressed up like cowboys? Yes. <laughs> Yes, that would be awesome. Like, like the walker <laughs> that they found in camp, like which was yeah. really cool. Like the idea, yeah. You, you know, tell me you didn't think this when they picked up the star that John Dory was going to wear it. Oh yeah, for sure. Like right away, I just thought like yeah. where I was trying to pay attention to the episode to see if he wore it. But I, do, I mean, audience, please help me out in the comments. Yeah. If you see it, in, just mention it in the comments, not even in the chat. <laughs> if you actually saw it, and if you did, love a picture of it with him wearing yeah. it because that would be pretty rad. Because I right from the jump when we first met John Dory last year, I had, I had equated him to kind of like a, I'm going to say this, <laughs> you can at me all you want. <laughs> But like a better Rick Grimes. So at me, better? please. Like a better, like a like better. Like define better. Okay. Morally aligned. But like a better morally aligned Rick Grimes. Now Rick Grimes okay. may have seen some shit, came out the other side, and still decided yeah. he wanted to do good. There's a value to that. I get that. But John has seen some shit too, but not as much shit, obviously. Doesn't have a kid, obviously. Yeah. But like, you know, in terms of like an archetype, he's not as complicated, he doesn't come with all this baggage. He would be a more effective, he would be what, um, now I don't know about the comics or like, let's say like Rick dies, just like he does in the comic and like John Dory takes over as the sheriff, the new sheriff of whatever settlement. Wouldn't mm -hmm. you be okay with that? Yeah. <laughs> so Walani says, um, no one does it better than Rick Grimes, bad aim and all. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Should be a comma there. I almost didn't read that right. But Dory comes close. Am I like, yeah? Yeah. I mean, it's just it's just like a matter of I mean, sometimes you want something that's just not as complicated. Yeah. <laughs> you know well, I mean? the thing is that we don't I mean, yes, John Dory does come off very uncomplicated and, and kind of carefree, but we don't know a whole lot about his history. That's true. I mean, there might be a reason he's has this carefree attitude. It might have to do with a lot of baggage. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe. Well, I yeah. mean, he did have some but like it didn't really change him i mean yeah. it did a little bit like the no man is an island thing and, and all that pulling from yeah. society which by the way i don't know i can't believe i didn't think about this sooner but like how does that make them any ha make him any different than morgan and isn't it awesome how they're kind of similar in that way mm -hmm. people that yeah. made mistakes pulling away from society i wow i can't believe i didn't think of that parallel and now and now morgan's morgan's his best man right <laughs> that was cute if you know anybody who's uh not busy <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> 
Could you think of anybody? Get back to me. <laughs> that was cute. <laughs> I like when they, because I, I, we never mentioned it in the in, in the episode that covered this, but um, which is the mid season finale, uh, mid season premiere, the mm. test episode when they explored their kind of buddy cop relationship. <laughs> like I wanted to bring that up, but I guess we must have forgotten about it. But I love how they return to that because when you return to that, that's like an anchor. It kind of reminds you, oh yeah, that's how this all happened. That's how they began. Like expanding on it and showing what happens behind the scenes and and yeah. like I know what he's thinking even though he's not saying it. Although, um, hey, Morgan and Grace, is that a thing? <laughs> like, come right. on, John. <laughs> Come on, John. Right. Damn it. Guys never talk, do they? What? No, no, of course not. Man, and what was what was with Grace? I'm sorry. This whole episode, okay, last episode and this episode, she's like asking everybody, what was he going to say? Did he tell you what he was going to say? What did he say? What is he going to say about me? Is he talking about me? And then he finally gets up the courage to say something. She's like, no, don't. Don't say it. Yes. <laughs> I wanted. I did want to talk about that. I did want to talk about that. That is very <sighs> interesting. Now, I thought that they're perfect for each other. Because they're both being idiots. Because they're both not saying things because they want they don't want to weigh down the relationship. They don't they don't want to complicate the relationship with goodbyes. That's yeah. the thing. See, I think that's just stupid. And that's a mistake. I think it's stupid and absurd. It absolutely is. It absolutely is. And I love that Daniel of all people. Hey Morgan, I, I don't know you very well, but uh Oh God, the look on Morgan's face too. Like Daniel says that and Morgan looks at him like, shit, does everybody know? <laughs> hey, that's right. <laughs> yeah, we all know. So we just, all know, buddy. Just get it on already. <laughs> yeah, come on. Come on, snap, snippety snap. Let's go. Yeah. Um, I love that. But I think scene. it's more like you're fucking right. Like, I mean, if if only he knew his story, I think even more, right? Daniel's? Oh yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, I don't think... I don't think most of the group even knows Daniel's full backstory. Alicia no. has a taste, but I think he told mostly Madison, I think, if at all, mm-hmm. not even Alicia. Now, Strand, on the other hand, might know more. Well, and what, however much he revealed uh, on the tape that, you know, Skidmark tape, too. True. Whatever assuming was people, revealed on there. Yeah, assuming people got to watch it, too, by the way. So who well, knows? I'm trying to remember who was, Al said, look for this tape, but who who was that? <laughs> who, who, who Was it Victor? Okay, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. Of all people. Who was he, and he was with... Um, Charles. Charlie? Sarah and Wendell, right? Yeah, Charlie. Was he with Sarah Charlie at the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> but yeah, but I, I, yeah, and but more than anything, he's like, oh, man, you know, I, I, the only reason why I bring that up because like I don't know how much Morgan knows about Daniel's thing. Right. But you're right. So right, that makes more sense. Yeah. Like, does everybody know? John yeah. doesn't even know. But um. <laughs> I, I, but I thought it was interesting because I think there's something to be said about like them both being on the same page in that respect of like, no, no, don't say it. Don't say anything. Like in that, they both know what each other feels. I hope, I yeah. hope it didn't look like it, but mm-hmm. like, I hope that that's what it means. Like, you don't have to say it. I know. Like, it's like, like Han and uh, Leia solo or something like that. A, a bigger you. question, a bigger question though. Here, that's you. Okay. You just said it, but I, what was he going to say? Do you think he was going to say, I love you? Or was it just, you know, I really, really like you? Or like, I feel like the, the L word would be pretty strong right now. Right, right. But I think it wouldn't be any less true, which is why it's hard to say it, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, they definitely care a lot for each other. I don't know if I'd throw the, the big L bomb on it just yet. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. It's, but it's tough. But with time running out, you know, people feel differently when they know they're on a timeline too. 
to, I guess. Right, right. And maybe they're being realistic about it too. It's like, you know, I know yeah. we haven't, because they wasted so much time, you know? And, and it's they're not, not waste more. <laughs> and it's not their fault, like too. Like that's that's the one thing I wanted to express is like, it's not Morgan's fault. Like right. he's, he's had to kind of force himself to kind of accept these feelings really quickly in lieu of his, you know, camera therapy, right? Yeah. So it's just this one, this awkward situation. Like, so what do you do? Do you say, do you say the things that you need to say so that they can, mm. you know, and, and then pass yeah, on knowing tough. that or and what what was the point you know i haven't even learned how to say goodbye properly yet yeah yeah and, yeah. But, and yet this is like the perfect situation for him to be able to do it because he can say goodbye to her through time but maybe mm-hmm. that's the way you say goodbye to people is not saying it at all maybe yeah. i don't know well, <laughs> I don't know why this popped in my head. Uh, when I was younger, my dad lived in California. And so I flew out to California two or three times a year. And every time I would get on the plane, I, I we would not say goodbye. I, I wouldn't let him say goodbye. And so every time I'd get on the plane, we'd look at each other and say, it's not goodbye. It's just, I'll see you later. <laughs> and and so, I mean, maybe it's kind of that thing, right? Like, that's you from don't want to say goodbye. To that's say from the He-Man movie, is, by the way. It's so final. Is it really? Yeah. yeah that My dad would do that. Yeah, your dad not, probably not, would do that. Yeah, my dad totally would do that. But but I get how hard that is to say. You know, when you say it out loud, it's very final. And yeah, and that's hard. It's hard to yeah to it, admit an end. Yeah, yeah. It's not goodbye. It's good journey. Yeah. Right. Um, is that the line, or, or are you making that up? <laughs> no, no. That it's close to what probably what it is verbatim from He Man yeah. the movie with Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Back in the eighties, I want to say, or early nineties. I can't probably. remember which. But yeah. Um, <laughs> and Frank Langella as Skeletor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, and uh, why? Why did Mor- Why does Morgan think that him being with Grace would have prevented or stopped anything she's going through right now? He's. I shouldn't have left her. I shouldn't have left her. You being there wouldn't have stopped what she's going through. What oh, do you, why? What's he blaming himself for? I don't think that's the point. I. I, I honestly think it, it's. I should have been there for for her so that you know if something happened to her I could say goodbye. He was just there. He, he just, just be just there for needed her. Needed to be there okay yeah is it it, isn't it the case that uh jenny jones um was the walker that ended Dwayne jones i think it was right Mm -hmm. yeah right so i mean it's just did he ever end up killing uh, Walker Jenny? I don't even think so, right? I don't think so. I don't, I don't know that he killed either one of them. Ugh. I think he might have just ran. My God. I don't know, just thinking that was out loud a long time that. ago. <laughs> anyway, so no, the, hope, the point being is that like to be there for somebody at their last moments, you know, just mm-hmm. I don't want to have a situation where I can't be there for, for my wife who passed. Sure. You know, that kind of thing. And, you know, what if I wasn't there? And so it's like he's weighing these two things on a scale. Like, you know, if I'm not there, you know, I can't say goodbye. But yet, and yet I'm not really ready to kind of be involved, you know? So he's caught in this middle location where it's kind of like, I'm going to be there, but I'm not going to say what I have to say because it would just wouldn't feel right. It would put me in such a state. Yeah. It's, it's, this is, it's really interesting that it's comp, this complicated because it really does have some sort of like faithfulness to the material, right? Sure. So like, to, yeah. or to like faithfulness to the character in terms of not forcing Morgan to say, the writers, not forcing Morgan to say things that would make it sound too hokey for all the criticisms that the show gets about being too um um like plausible deniability that kind of thing mm-hmm. like it does not skimp out on coming accurately close to how people would react in the situation to the point where you know you have things like morgan but you also have things like alicia painting trees like one of the biggest things was that like you know you break somebody alicia decided to break her da- herself down to the studs just to build herself back up yeah. you know painting trees was her way of rebuilding who she is trying 
trying to become. And it's mm-hmm. just the beginning with Morgan. It's just the beginning. We're really only scratching the surface. Finally, after how many seasons? I mean, technically, right. this is yeah. I don't know what ten seasons for ten for him. Yeah, ten yeah. seasons for Morgan. So, I mean, come on, really. I mean, Alicia, you know, think of how many people Alicia tried to become. Everybody has this idea about, oh, Alicia's a badass. Alicia's a badass. She wasn't always. <laughs> she was kind of a no, coward and ran away. She was kind of stuck forget, asshole. Don't forget, she was the one who radioed that other boat that came and hijacked us. So she was, yeah, she was not always, not always a badass. 100%. She made bad decisions just like her mom. <laughs> at uh, at uh, Teo Tawaki, at uh, Broke Jaw Ranch. I mean, she was all yep. over the place. Like she wanted to be with this guy. And, and then she didn't really want to. I, I don't know. Confusing teenage stuff, you know. And, and it's but it like, goes back to what you said, right? Like the authentic, the authenticness of it. Like this confused teenager, young girl who doesn't really know what she's doing, trying to fit in here. Oh, this, you know, this guy's showing interest. I'm going to be with him. No, I'm not. And, and then now I'm going to break away from everybody and be on my own. And so, I, probably a very real, you know, something that would really happen for her. Yeah, it's frustrating. Figuring but things it, out. It's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's supposed. To to be frustrating people are frustrating have you not figured this out yet yeah oh wait i get it you escaped you you wanted to escape <laughs> the real world by watching something that's unrealistic sorry to disappoint you sorry yeah. to disappoint yeah. you yeah. um yeah no, and by the way no sanctuary you should be asleep <laughs> but i'm happy <laughs> i'm happy you're here where is he at um oh he's on he's on instagram by the way no 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 like state <laughs> oh uh i i think i keep messing see i have this thing about messing up missouri and mississippi but it, no he's in missouri i want to say that and i think oh, i'm okay. right um why am i blowing a spot up <laughs> oh yeah he's an hour behind that's, i'm just wondering i'm point. wondering the time the time you asked me the, the time point. zone sorry <laughs> but he also asks, I honestly kind of ship Alicia and Morgan, a Lorgan. You know, what? You, and, Alicia, you, and me, what? you and me had the same thoughts. What? You and me had the same thoughts at one point. But uh, but anyway. No, no but sorry, guys. Going back You're to, wrong. Going wrong. back to authenticity. <laughs> authenticity. authenticity yeah. That's the thing. P- the people are complicated. The situations can yeah. be crazy. And I love that. I love that about the show. I love that the show kind of, the characters didn't, I mean, in some respects, they became TWD characters, like with John Dory and uh, uh, who else? I mean, Morgan's on the show, so there's that. Right. But, but the people from in large part stayed the same, you know? Uh, they stayed people. But the settings started to become outrageous the situation started to become outrageous like beer bottle in the sky and hurricanes and, and floods and crocs what crocodiles what yeah um but anyway so um after tom dies and he talks to althea in the editing uh trailer let's just call it you know on her last battery morgan suddenly gets like the surge of leadership going in with him you know what i mean like yeah. like i'm not gonna let this happen blah 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 you know and and it was just an interesting thing like like what i guess is it like maybe I'm trying to figure out how and why he suddenly does this. I'm trying to figure out if it's because Tom died and he's can't and he's making it so that it didn't mean nothing. Is it that you know? Is yeah, I it- think that I think that's part of it. I think um, I, when they were when they saw what happened at the Gulch and he spoke up and said, "Does anybody have any ideas? Speak up now!" and, and nobody did. I think that kind of hit him too and went, "All right, you know what? Nobody's. They're all they're all looking this way. So I need to deliver." What do you think about the groups like starting with Victor? which is interesting because you would think this was a slipping moment, like of him slipping back into his old character ways, right? 
because like, oh, we got to we got to take the easy the, way out, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I got to take the lady up on her offer. But I think he was the first one to speak up, wasn't he? Yeah. But I, I honestly mm. it took me a little while to kind of examine that scene. And it, I think it really, really was. I mean, and I think it's great that that's there because it really makes you think that this happened. And that's what he's thinking and acting how he's acting. Mm-hmm. But I think it's genuine concern for people. I think he's genuinely putting the group's survival over their own desires to double down. Yeah. Yeah, you know I, I mean? don't. We I can't do, be putting I these do. people into danger, right? I don't. Yeah, I think I think it's been a while since we've seen old Strand, and 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 I'm gonna stick to my guns. I think he's still still there hiding out someplace, but but I think you're right. His intentions this time were for the good of the group, not to get himself to someplace safe, not right. to get help for himself, but help for the whole group. Yeah, right, right. Now I think what's really really interesting is is examining the whole bridge thing. I mean, there's there's so many elements here that like where I almost think that maybe Ginny th- had had known they would go out of their way for Grace because did it maybe occur to maybe. them that Grace was sick on the tip tapes? Um, I don't know. The only indication we had was when an Al sort of zoomed in and she was like feeling her her throat and stuff. Nice. Yes. Okay. You found the actual frame. So now I'm thinking to myself: Do you think she might have taken out the bridge? And how did she know about the bridge? Right when they when she met up with them. Yeah. We're here to help she, you with the bridge, yeah. proverbially. <laughs> Well, and and the size of the hole that was in there, Ginny's vehicle would have easily made it over that bridge. She knew they had bigger vehicles. Son of a bitch. She knew it wouldn't have taken the weight. So yeah, she definitely could have sabotaged the bridge in a way where she could still use it, but they couldn't. That's a very good point. That's a very, very good point. I I don't know if she knew that that's where the group was going to go, but maybe she just, she might have sabotaged it as a, you know, just in case, like if they take this way, they're going to need us. Yeah, because a lot, I mean, a lot of the times we're not seeing a lot of the twists and turns coming too, which I mean, mm-hmm. hey, who wants to expect the twists and turns? But like right. that whole, Jan- like starting with that Janice thing, I had I had not connected the dots between her and Tom. You know, that's <laughs> no, so it's just either. so interesting to me that I, it just hadn't occurred to me. Um, <laughs> so maybe this is another one of those things. Oh, Jenny purposely sabotaged the bridge to put them in this moment where she gave them an mm-hmm. offer they can't refuse. You and know, then they did thing. anyway. <laughs> they did anyway, which I don't yep. think she really, really was expecting. I don't think so either. You know, and because obviously they don't know where they're going. She doesn't know where they're going. Yeah. I think. Oh. What if she sent the walker with the humbugs gulch? Yeah. What if she sent that walker in there with the with the bat? Oh man! Aren't this you gl- go so farther? Aren't you all glad that we didn't? And the podcast just then there because I'm not <laughs> that right. How diabolical! Well, and it, it's it's a little suspect that only one showed up, right? Right. I mean, there's well, usually a few, and that they, obviously they would think it's a sign. Fucking dopes, right? And then <laughs> and they go that way. If you want to really put the pieces mm-hmm. together, what Victor said is spot on. You're spending all this time tracking us when you mm-hmm. could be building the future. So this is this could have been very elaborate plan, and it's kind of like and what? they already knew. She, I'm sure Ginny already. I'm sure Ginny already knew that the Gulch was over taken right and that they would go out of their way for grace and that yep oh right man see clever that's a clever girl that's right very there. clever writing very first clever. of all yep. yes and, and Writer, done, yes writers <laughs> and done in a way that where we wouldn't have seen it coming and that is right. beautiful mm-hmm. uh-huh i love that i love those twists now, i love it uh, this is assuming that we're right what if we're, what yeah, if we're yeah. not <laughs> 
this is like the <laughs> Martha thing. This is like the Martha thing all over again. If they would have tied Martha to Ennis and Mel's farm, that would have been genius. The purpose yeah. for the character, what she did to put them in the scenario where they would kill Nick off and Madison, that would have been genius. And I'm sorry that it wasn't in the writer's room to tell them to link these two things together because it would actually have more of an impact when the group was threatened by her. So anyway, yes. or like meaning to their suffering, right? Otherwise, she's just a random crazy lady who wants to kill people. Yep. Anyway, so <laughs> good. We, we, yeah. we've, we've oh, gotten man. into some sort of truth. Um, Rabbi Kessner not saying words at Tom's mound because Janice is like, nope, it doesn't mean anything unless we're at the place. I just love that interaction. Okay, I want. Okay, that's that's how I took it too. She she didn't want. She meant at the gulch where they were going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The okay. final destination. Right. Yeah, a home. That's, okay, that's what I thought too. Because that's what he died for. You mm-hmm. know, the truth and a home. So because he became this like hope archetype. You know. Yeah. You you are the symbol of hope. And so and to sidetrack a little bit, there's so many <laughs> Goonies vibes in this in this episode. As he's on, the, no, hear me out because you remember that movie. <laughs> No, I'm le- I'm agreeing with you. Yes, yeah. It, it, tell me if, if when he was walking across the bridge with the camera pointing at him, it reminded you of Data with his slick shoes. Yes, <laughs> guys, guys, slick I'm shoes. I'm setting a booty trap. <laughs> I said a booty trap. <laughs> and, all the, yeah, and then, <laughs> exactly. So they don't see, we can hear them coming. <laughs> yeah, I remember all those lines and like, just yeah. like shoes. Are you crazy? And like, they literally said, are you crazy? <laughs> Get uh-huh. over here. Yeah. Oh, and then Mama Fratelli with the <laughs> I love I love love that movie. <laughs> with his alarm system and the and the boing, and yeah. hits him in his I own mean, face. I get Tom had to die. Like that was how it was written. Right. But I mean he he could have gotten up and ran across the bridge. I mean he stood there. He stood there lollygagging for a while. Ah uh, yeah. They're like, come on. He's like, no, I'm good. Oh, the wires are snapping behind him. I'm <laughs> yeah, good. Like, I'll make it. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing can I gotta touch get this me. shot. It's for the do it for the gram. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, my followers, it's, it's, it's Tom coming live to you from your stories. <laughs> Instagram live. What up? What up? What up? Uh, snapping oh cables. Goodness. That that's what up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Oh, am man. I am I wrong in thinking that we at some point saw and I don't know where this was. Maybe it was TWD. But like, didn't we see like a suspension cable hit a walker and cut it in half? I can't remember. I kept I, but, waiting for that to happen, and maybe it was because we've seen it before. But yeah, yeah, I was waiting for one of those cables to slice through a few of them. And that was like Piranha 3G at the beginning, <laughs> the opening <laughs> to that movie. I remember that happened at some point. But yeah. <laughs> I'm so excited for sneak peeks because I have not seen them. Okay, one more thing. Wes. Okay, no, no, no. It's fine. We can go into sneak peeks and I'll tie it in. Okay, so sneak <laughs> peeks. Uh, you'll see. Uh, okay. Dwight is running in the woods. He's like running to the point where you know when you kind of stumble and then pick yourself up again. All you see Uh-oh. is his feet, but you know it's Dwight because it's Dwight. Because it's no, Dwight. Nobody else on that show is that white. <laughs> So something's chasing him. Something's chasing him or he's chasing after something. Maybe he sees him exiting the group as a way of getting to Sherry at the bowling alley, by the way, because mm-hmm. that's where she was. And we I'm noted still the waiting bowling. for Sherry to show up. So I think he's on the case. He's like trying to find out if the guy at the bowling alley broke bread with Sherry knows anything about where she's going, which is interesting too. take that. Take a minute to think about that for a moment. Do you think Jenny would have let Sherry go or the, you know, would have told the bowling just as a person in the world, you know, with this ethos, these settler ethos is like, would they have let her go? Would they have seen value in Sherry? Hmm. Right? Something fishy is going on here. 
would they have let her leave? Is yeah. that what you're saying? Yeah. Would they have ended her? Would she, would she have wanted to leave? I mean, these people, when they come across other people, they either get indoctrinated or they get ended. Mm-hmm. I think Sherry, I, I could see Sherry uh, joining these people, going, right? Joining the, yeah, joining this group. Absolutely. Especially after the, you know, the final letter we saw and she says, you know, don't look for me anymore. I've kind of, I'm going to sort of move on. And what better way than to join a group that thinks about the future of its mm-hmm. morrow or whatever a key to the future whatever it meeting is. these people could have been the catalyst for writing that letter Ooh, well but she wrote that letter in the nuclear area though could these people have reached oh well they said their was reach was really this? big they did well, it was a bar that was far west east north whatever the hell that's true it was on the other, from... other, yeah it was on the other side so anything is possible i suppose and same with the tree like i some people ask like you know how could west have made it all the way out there and i'm like thinking to myself but they were far away from our group initially Mm -hmm. so anything is possible uh but i mean all this to say that it's possible that sherry's been with the group the entire time yeah yeah and and we'd always said that you know sherry would be part of a big bad group maybe Mm -hmm. whether that was always my thought yeah whether she's the leader of that group or whatever but who knows we Mm -hmm. we thought she would be the big bad for the season so anything is possible the reveal has yet to been revealed yeah Um, maybe jenny's not the leader of this group then again maybe sherry's madison (laughs) anyway so um, <laughs> Sherry's Madison. <laughs> um, oh, but Julie, I want to clear this up. I think Ginny's lying about Sherry is what she says. I think both both Walani and Ginny at the same time. Sorry, I think Walani and Julia both said at the same time. I think Ginny was lying about Sherry, and that can't be because she knew her name. She knew her name when nobody had said it before. Yeah, assuming, yeah. So that makes you think. Yeah, it um, still would have to be a pretty big assumption because even if she had met Sherry and Sherry was talking about her husband, you know. Maybe she did say Dwight. I mean, and then she would know. Still a big chance saying that this Dwight is with that Sherry. That's true. But then she would have to know it was a Sherry that she's looking for, or that's the Dwight that she's looking for. Right, right. But again, Ginny is clever. And so is either clever. way, she found out on her own, mm-hmm. right? So, and then she yeah. put the pieces together, which- I re- think it's good information. I think it's good <laughs> It's good to inform the audience that she is very good at deducing things. Like that helicopter thing for, for Althea, that may yeah. bite Althea in the ass. Uh, yeah, know? I'm thinking so. Um, okay, so Ginny is milking Morgan's plea for help. Yeah. Oh, I like, I bet. Oh, you need help? Okay. <laughs> How's that stone soup tasting? <laughs> um, I know why I sounded like that. <laughs> she, she clearly <laughs> sounds like this. Anyway, so <laughs> I know. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> Alicia turns around and thinks they can clear the place to Morgan. So Alicia's like, we can do this, Morgan. You know, we can clear this place. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's uh, my girl. <laughs> Daniel checking the fences for walkers, but the fence does not seem very strong at all. Ooh, so, but he's checking the fence just to kind of burp, 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 like, yeah. not, you know, take him down. Um, John to June. Now we've got something to fight for. Wait, I didn't think of this. Mm. Could she be like uh, Preggers? Maybe. Maybe. Maybe that's why she's been trying to find a place all this time. Could be. I think they're talking about Humbug's Gulch. <laughs> but but now, I mean, just the way I said it then, I'm like, oh, I see. I see. Um, <laughs> and the next scene right after that, like the next flash was Victor holding the fence while John clears the walkers beyond them. Boop, boop. Okay. Um, Morgan, we're going to see each other again. Great. No, we won't. So Morgan's obviously trying to go after. It looks like Morgan's going after Dwight, and he's saying to Grace, "We're going to see each other again." And Grace is like, "No, uh, no we won't." Morgan should probably sit tight. This is the end. Can't somebody else go look for Dwight? I 
keep thinking that every time Morgan wants yeah. to go out. Yeah. Send Dory. Yeah, send Dory so he can die. <laughs> <laughs> send uh, send Dory and Daniel. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Those two specific people. <laughs> mm-hmm. Daniel and Strand look off and see Ginny's Jeep arrive. Okay, so she does make it. Hmm. Now, it's a, I'm wondering now whether they've already cleared the place when she does. So now mm-hmm. it's more of like a fight. Mm-hmm. And then um, that's important <laughs> because the next frame over is Luciana. Huh? Uh, Strand, sorry, Luciana, uh, as the door closes to Tanktown, we're going to be okay. Says Luciana. So yeah, so it looks like somebody came for her, but she decides mm-hmm. to stay anyway. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Something, but she looks hopeful. So okay. who knows? And maybe Wendell goes with okay. her. What do you think if Wendell and Luciana get together? That'd be cute. That would be kind of cool because I think he does kind of look up to her. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about all this coupling up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't feel. I, I don't feel like we're at a very comfortable place in life right yeah. now to be coupling up. Yeah, I like that you said that though because I, I do think it's, it does. It does follow the heels of that conversation we had about John and June finally shacking up after not. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it smells like Clorox in here. Anyways, <laughs> I just that I can't get that out of my brain. <laughs> Like, what does everybody have CX for? I know. Oh, get, oh God. <laughs> oh, oh. Look at all those Kleenex doing in the corner. <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> 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 okay, so right after that, Morgan and Dwight in these action cutscenes, like really quick cuts that, I mean, we I had, had no time to really examine, <laughs> but they're surrounded by walkers. Those always get me. Yeah. Uh, Daniel knows that Ginny's not coming all this way without a fight. Mm-hmm. So, which is interesting. He knows war more than anyone. So, like, sure. if they if they submit, she will dictate all the terms. Mm-hmm. But he said Daniel is saying this to Dwight. So at some point, Dwight comes back somehow. <laughs> so yeah, I guess so. And so so this this line this is the only one that I kind of wanted to drill down on a little bit. But there's an, then there's the next one which actually gives me a little bit of hope. Um, he's saying all this to Dwight um, but it's just interesting to for Daniel to, of all people to say to know what's in Ginny's mind like being this mm-hmm. person who knows about intelligence and war and stuff like that it's kind of like she's not going to make this easy right she's not only going to dictate her terms but she's going to she's going to make you guys pay in order to submit like kind of like a Negan offering like I got to kill yeah. one of you to keep you in line so I don't know you know because and so it all it almost as if they, they painted themselves in the corner so that they didn't have you know they only had one choice and that's to clear this place mm-hmm. and then when Ginny finally arrives you know it, it's a whole different ball game you know yeah um and now yeah we she's have, gonna make them work for it <laughs> yeah exactly exactly for sure. yeah. unless they clear the place and then it's a whole other ball game like then yeah then it's it's like what do they do now now they've got the one up on Ginny. right she shows up and they're like meh guess we didn't need you after all yeah i think every step of the way Ginny is trying to trip them up to get them to submit willingly to this new world order mm-hmm. <laughs> But like, like between the bridge and between Humbug's Gulch, like she said, oh, if they don't, if they don't submit at the bridge, they'll definitely submit at Humbug's Gulch. Like she has mm-hmm. this all planned out. But if they don't submit at Humbug's Gulch, I think Ginny doesn't have a plan, and yeah. she's not going to expect it. Oh, Julia says something yeah. interesting, Miss um, mm-hmm. Mazel. Um, they have no choice to kill her. Becoming, she'll continue to trap them and kill the weak of their group. Mm-hmm. Interesting, because yeah, she does kill. And this is something somebody else said: is that like fear has weak villains. And I'm thinking to myself, I don't think. Mm-hmm. 
Jenny would hesitate to kill. Our no. group our group would though. So that's gonna weak. be a challenge too after this entire season of not killing, really. To call a villain weak because they're not doing as much killing, I think it has the opposite effect. I mean, that to me shows great strength. Yeah. I mean the fact that you can convince people to, to do your will without having to kill people, that would be that's an even scarier villain, right? Because you're like, just scared of what they might do. Kind of like the governor in a way. Yeah. We could sense, we could feel like the confidence in like, yeah. even though we didn't really see it at first, sort of, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But you could just sense it. There's something not right with this guy. Well, well, yeah, I would say when we meet him, he's he's a nice guy, but I guess not really because the first time we see him is, you know, Michonne and Andrea in the woods and he shoots the pilot. So no, we, we get a pretty bad sense of him right from the get go. But right. honest mistake, though. <laughs> oh golly gosh anyway so um yeah but yeah so this last thing is very interesting so it's like a couple of cuts so it's like june on a horse okay so they find horses Mm. walkers washing away though so they must have figured out a strategy that involves water okay like in a like washing away in a a river like in a torrent so we i don't know if this is a river but okay but i think did john mention like a watering hole he did yeah okay so maybe they rig it somehow so they kind of anyway Ooh, I hope that's not their drinking water source, though. Mm, could be, but hey, Ugh. small sacrifice, I suppose. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's quite the sacrifice. Um, yeah. Now, this is the last shot in the sneak peek, and you'd think it was a throwaway, but Walker's walking towards a chapel, okay, in the dead of chapel. night. Like, it's like a chapel mm. of some kind. I don't know if okay. it's inside the compound, but it looks like it might be. Um, okay. That's the dead of night. There's uh, there's a light inside the door, in the, in the doorway, like, so the Walkers are seeing the light, and they're walking towards it. And it's a still shot. What I notice is on, there's like a tree painted in the um the top of the archway or like it's you know like the triangle archway that it's there's a tree painted okay. and i thought that was kind of cool huh. so this could mean like one of those signs that maybe these people look for or this could be a time jump of some kind uh in the sense of like maybe this is one of those things that wes painted ironically like instead of Ooh. painting on trees he paints a tree on the <laughs> chapel but there's like some symbolism going on here uh-huh he does so, make a comment about finding a new medium so yeah exactly yeah painting on funny. some Something, right <laughs> so it's something to think about to chew on like where this can go or like these 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 reoccurring themes of like trees painting on trees painting trees of you know on other things so i just thought yeah. that was kind of cool did uh, it look like anything could be going on inside the the church slash chapel no no you all you see is the outside and walkers walking towards it and then it kind of cuts okay. out yeah yeah so it, I it's hope they're seen... not like stumbling on june and john's wedding you know <laughs> yeah, well <laughs> well i mean you know it, it's no it's no wedding without a couple of wedding crafts <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so that could be telling. I mean, it could be, it could be a funeral. But who knows? It could be a funeral. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Never it, know. It's anybody's ball game. Yeah. <laughs> anybody's ball game. Um. All right. So I think with that, yeah. uh, let's just say this much: if you if you liked what you heard, give us a like on all these different platforms. We got yeah. Mixer. We got Mixer, Twitch, Periscope. We got YouTube. We got Facebook. You know, leave a like on all these, all five. Join Mixer, this new platform, to give us some sparks, <laughs> whatever those are. Um, if we didn't cover anything i would encourage 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 you to leave something in the comments i'm not going to be checking the chats um but leave something in the comments for me to chew on and maybe you could bring it up in the next episode uh i could probably answer for you it's answer you right then and there we can continue the show that way oh and hey again i want to remind you i love the idea i love if you guys give us a review but don't waste that review on stitcher or apple podcasts enter the giveaway one two of the giveaways are five point entry 
that you can enter once a day. It's a very high point entry where you can leave us a review on Stitcher or Apple Podcasts, copy and paste the contents um, in the entry, and then I'll check it three days later to see if it shows up. <laughs> Boom, five points, but leave them every day. Um, and A, it helps the podcast and B, it helps you win. So, and what is that? One of 30 cast members um, that are on cameo.com. You could win a shout out from that. Now, another thing we need help with and no pressure, obviously, because we talked about this already on the show. I don't know how to do this, but if you can help grow our numbers, um, we can open up, at least Instagram is going to be pretty easy. We're only like about 150 away from a thousand. If we reach a thousand on Instagram, we will open up another winner slot. So one and one. Now that what's interesting is that the same person can win that. Uh, I, I've made it so that the same person can win both slots. So the more entries you give us to work with, I know it sounds shady too, right? But like, <laughs> Only the fittest survive, right? So so there is that potential. Be the one to survive. Be the one to get that entry. I would love a review on Stitcher or Apple Podcasts, but get that, get those points. You know, make it worth your while. In any case, love you guys. We will not be covering the season finale because Talking Dead is back. Okay? Talking Dead is back. So that means we will be recording probably Monday. And we will be recording again that week because we will have in our hands, because we're... I think most of us are AMC premiere members. We will have in our hands the, the TWD season 10 season premiere. So we will be recording. We'll probably be pre-recording that to be aired uh, that following Monday after it airs on live TV. By that time, we'll have had our panel. <laughs> Scary. <laughs> Very overwhelmed. So much happening so fast. I know. And we're not prepared. <laughs> <laughs> But I think okay, it'll this be is okay. the practice year, and then yeah, next, this year, the next year will be, be great. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, so either way, um, make those points count. Join at squawkingdead.com. Enter those entries. Leave us a review. It really helps the show, but it really help you get that shout out. So yeah, we'll be seeing you very soon. Either way, I hope you enjoy the season finale of Fear the Walking Dead, and I hope you enjoy the season premiere of TWD season ten. We'll be seeing you soon. Okay, uh, Rachel. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. I was trying to avoid that. Motherfucker. <laughs> Goodbye. Farewell. I'll speed the same. I'll speed the same. <laughs>